Blog Talk Radio. Comments expressed on the J. King Network contain mature content and may be deemed as offensive in nature. However, they may not reflect the same views held by the network itself. So please, use discretion when tuning in. Good morning, Shirley Brown. Good morning, Willie Zan. Let me see if uh, he's ready. Fred, are you doing an intro here, or are you getting your happy uh, your happy massage? Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great day. Be ready for us. Let me tell you guys what he said. Good morning, Michelle Mills. Um, uh, Brother Reverend Ali. Papa Jay was beautiful. Oh, yeah. It was ghost. And he didn't mind. No, he didn't mind my music song. Well, let me say it again. Papa Jay was beautiful. Oh, yeah. Whenever he was, it was gone. And he didn't mind. No, he didn't mind my music song. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for the Grammy. Yeah, Fred is um, getting a happy ending massage. Uh, which way did it go? Which way did it go? Good morning, bro. Lamar, good morning. Um, John Beckman said, well done, Ali, and I love you, man. Karen Matthew, welcome back from Ohio. Fuck you, John. He said he loves you. Man, fuck John. John is full of shit. John is full of shit, Jay, and you know it. You read all them comments that he be saying. You think I believe this nigga's love? I mean, good morning. He's full of shit. No, he's fake, man. John is a fake motherfucker, a CTE nigga, and a Vegas death. Um, Shelly said, I told Joni to use you as an example in starting to mute her dad's people, giving her a hard time. Um, you're giving her good advice. I'm going to tell you right now. Um, they love you that Joni in charge, and I'm not. Because a lot of them sap suckers wouldn't even be able to come to the I'd have them deleted from the motherfucker. You can't come up. I don't give a damn who you are. All right, that's how Mm -hmm. I would be. Yeah, 
Shelly included. I, I told Bring your ass around here, Shelly. I, I gotta start working on um on Robert's um I'm gonna start working on Robert's fundraiser. Fundraiser. Um and I said, um I told I told Joni, tell everybody when when the money comes, tell everybody that I'm in charge of the money. Um, and if they have if they have any questions about it, call me. Mm-hmm. You know, if I was an inanimate object, if I was something other than a human being, you know what I would be? I'll yeah. Be, what would you be? A, would be a, a penny saver? A, a straightening comb. I'd be a straightening comb. A straightening comb. Okay. Yeah. Straight motherfuckers the fuck out. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, that straightening comb get your hair burst and shit. Yeah, you be hearing naps popping and shit. <laughs> but you know, I'll be one I'll be one of them straightening cones. I don't care how straight in the line the person that got me, I burn mm-hmm. back of your neck. That's right. <laughs> I'll be a mean little straightening cone. Yeah. Don't you straightening comb. Mm-hmm. Don't use that call. You be over there. You be over there uh, uh-huh. tearing up them tender head motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would want to. I would. John Beckman. I would want to be a straightening comb. Um, because a straightening comb. I just think a straightening comb would have a lot of fun. You know. Mm-hmm. Girl, let me um, let me take, uh, come on, let me let me let me get this straightening comb. Mm-hmm. Com- you be combing out weaves and everything. <laughs> Everybody walk around here like Michael Jackson because I burned some weaves up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, you know how you wake up. Good morning, Dave Smith. You wake up in a straightening comb in your head. I'm just burning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Burns and shit up. This is my grandson. This is my this is this is my grandson AJ. Look at him. He um he is uh him and Jordan look like they could be brother and sister. Oh. Uh-huh. Look at that. That's my grandson. He's fourteen now, fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. Good baseball player. Mhm. This is him and his dad. That's my son John. That's my second oldest. That's him and his dad. Yeah. Uh, you know, kids. And when when I um when I grew up, you know, um, you 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 know, you had to be tough. You know, my dad was a tough tough man. Kids today are kind of soft. Mm-hmm. Soft and sweet. <laughs> Sugary. <laughs> got a lot of PD uh, on speaking, them. Speaking of sugary, let me see what Fred's doing right now. Hey, Fred, you all right? Hey, Fred. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I wanted to tell you something you were talking about sweet. We can't hear you. Yesterday. Fred, you sound like this, Fred. You sound like you got your hand over your mouth. 
Good morning, Jimmy. Sound like the Charlie Brown kid thing. Okay, well, 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 they get they uh, they have uh, security armed security guards at schools now, elementary. What do you think about that? We can't hear you, nigga. We can't hear nothing you're saying, like, Fred. You're laying on your butt, on your tummy, and somebody running up in you. That's what it sounds like. You're waiting on the run up in. <laughs> sound like you got marshmallows okay, in his mouth. He got marshmallows in his booty. Imprisoned males. 
Demi, who was sentenced to 30 years in prison for stabbing her foster father to death, was relocated to another correctional facility after getting two women pregnant at the women's institution. During her transfer, the convict was allegedly assaulted by prison guards and, and attempted to take her life, following her attempt to hang herself to death while on transport to the men's facility. She put on suicide watch. In her blog, the trans woman opened up about being forced to live in a male prison on her blog. She said, I was shipped to a male facility. And, I, and let me just say this. I, I'm, I'm a woman, and I'm a dyke, okay? I'm a woman, and I'm a dyke. But I can't help it because my baby got pregnant. But my babies, because I got two of them. And they both, but, but that's because I'm a, uh, I'm, a, I'm a girl. And I like girls, shit. But, ma'am, you are a boy who identifies as a girl. No, I'm not. I'm a girl who identifies as a girl, shit. And y'all can't tell me nothing different. I am what I am. And I'm a sick of this. <laughs> Yeah, she um, she said um that uh, now. Let me ask you guys a question: Do you guys feel bad for her? Do you feel bad for the the little bit? Why do you feel bad for? Well, you know, just a little bit, Jay. You know, she well, she 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 changed herself to a woman. And, and and the laws is not working in her favor, you know. They're not supposed to put her in there with the men, you know. And I, I mean, I just she a little was bit. in with the women, and she was impregnating them. Okay, well they just need to they just need to make sure that the motherfucker can't make no more babies. So, you know, uh, what they what they do that surgery to cut the cut the sperm off. That's what they need to do for. I don't want. Uh. Uh-uh. I like mine. Well, no, then we got to put you. I wouldn't put you in the male the male prison, uh, Shaniqua. I'll put you over there, you know, in the Jimmy, prison by yourself. Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy, you should have wore a hat. Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy. You sound like, you sound like, uh, yeah, uh, like. Pray it now. Like Jimmy Moore. Like <laughs> no, her Jimmy name was Jimmy. Moore. I said her name was Jimmy. Ali, I mean, I know, like, your phone is muffled. Oh, no, my phone ain't muffled. It's, 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 yeah, you sound muffled a little bit. You look, it might yeah, be muffled, Jay. No, it's not like you got cashews in your mouth. Reese, am I muffled? Good morning. No, not at all. Am I muffled, Reese? No. You sound okay. No, not at all. We can reach the line you, Jay. You know, I, you know, I, you know, I know who muffled now. I bet your motherfucker is uh, muffled because you on mute. Okay, now read. Yeah. Let me yeah. ask you. What, so here's a here's a woman. Here's a, a transgender woman, right, who identifies as a woman, so she's sent to a woman's prison. While at the woman's prison, she gets two women pregnant. She now is being shipped to a men's facility, correctional facility. Now, mind you, she's sentenced to 30 years in prison for killing her step, uh, her um, foster father. Mm. What would you, do you think that um, now she's saying that she's being mistreated 
do you do you think that's mistreatment? Um, no, absolutely not. In fact, I, I think that what's happening is uh, a social experiment that I think should be uh, done with all of these transgenders, and we can finally end the debate. Uh, you put this transgender in a male prison to see whether or not the same results happen when he or she, for this matter, is at a male prison. Let's see whether or not he, she can get the male prisoners pregnant. And then we'll good finally morning, get over this stupid good morning, fucking good morning, argument. Good morning, Randy Mitchell. No, but you know what? If she went to a male prison, she might get pregnant. She might not be a he. No. And the male No, prison. she would not when he's got a penis. Um, look, this no, is, again, no, this is the... Please. What I'm saying, if he, if it was a woman... Who identifies? Oh, who transitioned as a man? Yes. And then went to a man prison. You're gonna end up with the same thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Which, by the way, they would never do. Would let me. They would never do the opposite. Which proves the fact that a transgender woman is still a man. That's right. And a transgender man is still a woman. That's correct. I just wanna. Yeah. And we know that this is, there are actual, um, what's his name? James O'Keefe has a new media group. He left Project Veritas, which is just funny. He just did this video about a little more than a month ago where he was talking to inmates at several prisons. The women were, were arguing that they were being sexually assaulted inside the prison by these so-called transgender. And no one was listening to them and no one was, uh, you know, no one was listening to those women or doing anything about it. Let me read you this. In her blog, the trans woman opened up about being forced to live in a male prison. She said she was shipped to the male facility due to the fact that mm-hmm. I hung myself in the van. Suicide watch was imposed on me before going into this dimly lit cell. Prior to entering this dreary chamber, I attempted to negotiate with authorities if a female officer could strip me since I felt more at ease in doing so. I, <coughs> after the lieutenant denied me, I asked for this. He threatened to cut off all my clothes and put me in a dry cell if I did not obey his instructions and to allow two male cops to strip search me. You sound like Fred. I wept as the male officer spoke to me in a way that I thought was incorrect. As inmates who were on watch a house in a detention unit rather than an infirmary, I was placed in a dark cell without detention housing. Although she was permitted to keep her cosmetic, she felt, uh, oh, although she was permitted to keep her cosmetic, she felt that if she wore them in the male facility, it would be a death wish. <laughs> I guess I guess I'm into the character. I apologize. She's saying she's being mistreated because no, she she went around the. She first of all, she identified as a female. Mm. They put her in the female prison. Mm. And then she start playing hide the sausage 
with the female inmates and impregnated two. Now taxpayers got to pay for two other babies. Shit. <laughs> Herbert said, wow, prisoners got it going on nowadays. They get to have a blog. They actually get they get time on the computer. That's right, Herbert. <clears throat> of course, the guards are going to feel some kind of way because they're going to feel like, um, like this, this was a game. Like you played a game, and they ain't they ain't playing it. Now you're gonna get strip searched. Take your clothes off. I ain't taking nothing off. I'm a woman, motherfucker. You got two people pregnant. The last thing I'm gonna treat you as is a woman. Take your motherfucking clothes off, or we gonna cut them off. I can't believe you're talking to me like this. We in a motherfucking prison. This is light compared to how you're going to be talked to. If I knew prison was going to be like this, I would have said no. No, thank you. Shit. How you going to say no thank you to killing somebody? <laughs> that's what happened when you, when you kill somebody, that's it. You know? A nine-year-old girl was brought to the hospital pregnant. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, good morning. Where you find the stories, Yeah, damn. Hey, man. They, I'm gonna tell you what these stories are, uh, Ali. These stories are in the world, and the world you and I live in. These are not made-up stories. These are not fake stories. <laughs> These aren't stories that are hard to find. These stories are many. There are many of them. I really do get the character, don't I? She's still in a she's still a prisoner. Drop the drawers. She wants special treatment. It's a prison. Uh, mm-hmm. Richard Cardenas says it's a cold, cold world. It is. Uh, today is Friday, September twenty ninth, twenty twenty three. And the uh, daily word is tender, T-E-N-D-E-R. Brother Reverend Ali is going to do the word of the day. Yeah, I'm going to reach Reese is here. We gonna let we uh, want Reese to do it. Would you like to do the word of the day? Sure, I, I can do it. Reece. Oh, okay. I thought you were no, no, my bad. I was on mute. No, no, I was just on mute. That's all. Six eyes are not here, right, Jay? Huh? Six eyes are not here. Um. Six nor snitchy. Okay, because so he, he, he complained. He complained about the word today. He might be he might be feeling around to touch that little snitchy smurf. <laughs> no, nah, he ain't doing nothing like that. He wanted to use AI or Syria to do the word today. Today he was complaining yesterday. <laughs> oh, here's snitchy smurf right here. Hey, snitchy. Good morning, JoJo Red. Detection flatters. Good morning. Well, like morning is fairly wonderful. Because I've been I here. He, I, beg your I just said he I didn't say he was. I said he might be touching that little snitchy smirk. Mm-hmm. I didn't but say you he will was be getting it. deducted. Mm-hmm. Thanks. <laughs> well, the uh the daily word is tender. So um <laughs> I am tender. 
meeting life with grace and acceptance. When I touch a flower's petals, I notice their softness and how tender and subtle they feel. Yet flowers grow and thrive outdoors, withstanding sunlight, rainfall, and wind. Today I will be like the flower, growing in the sunshine and bending with the wind and rain. I will be tender, adapting to the world as it changes and growing as it changes and growing through my experiences. I am true to myself, living freely and authentically. Like the flower, I bloom and stand tall. I am tender, bending when the storms of life blow around me and reaching for the sky when the sun returns. In my softness, I am strong. I am flexibility. I am resilient. I am tenderness. I I grow through even the most challenging circumstances. Good, Good morning. Of Carla. Today's Bible verse is Matthew 5 5. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Reese on the radio. Amen. What is the word of the day? J. King, the word of the day is also tender. T E N D E R. That spells tender. The definition of tender is showing gentleness and concerned or sympathy. Let's see if we could use that in a sentence. I will be very tender in my ass-whooping intellectually of Professor Keone when all of his (laughs) political positions fall like a hot rock in cold water. Tender. Uh, my nigga, big word today. John Beckman. John Beckman said, "Tender means soft and handled with care." When Donald Hammer spent a day with Ali, I hope the hammer was tender while blowing out Ali's back. Tender. That's terrible, Jay. Why you read that stupid shit? And then you talking about he said he loves you. He's a hypocrite, Jay. No, he did. He did say that. No, man. No, Jay. I see how you now. I see what now. I see what Fred talking about. What, what is Fred talking about? Fred ain't talking. Fred, ain't over Fred ain't talking about you. You was an abuser. You was an abuser, and you be fucking with folks, Jay. And you know what that shit said, and you laughing with him. He know what he's doing. He knows yeah, he exactly did. what he's doing. Oh, Fred, you got your Hold happy on. ending over with? You got your happy ending over with? No, it isn't. Huh? I want to take no. notice of the fact that Ali has just joined the party in recognizing how abusive Jay King is. It's only been, what, 20 years now? <laughs> just, you just arriving to that conclusion, my friend? 20, 25. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Ali, we understand. You're a late bloomer. <laughs> I've, been, I've been here 10. I've already recognized it. Well, you know, I didn't notice it because he was real nice to me, you know, in person, and I didn't know he was going to change over the phone. <laughs> It will clown you. Uh-huh. He can wait till he get an audience, and then he gonna go to get something. We can't hear you, Fred. Oh, sound like sound like you got some, but sound like you got some banana, 
But now the litter in your mouth. I said he can't, he can't wait until he has a audience. Hold on, hold on, you guys. And then I'm he goes showing out too. like Michael Jackson. I know what I'm going to do. I know what the fuck I'm going to do. When I say wait, I'm playing <laughs> some shit. I bet you. Now you motherfuckers, y'all want to talk, y'all can talk to yourself. Shit. I'm playing something that got some, got some relevance. Mm-hmm. It's the parent that didn't could have gone like I said me, ma'am. I said me. Oh, right now, I do it right now. Get for your one-sided question. Of course, it would be you. Of course, okay. it would be you. Okay, so you and all of you playing with these cops when they go off and get you pregnant. Who's responsible for that? You knew very well what a cop was capable of. I'm asking you, ma'am, who was responsible for you getting pregnant? One hundred percent. Wow. So I you're not giving him no responsibility. You're not giving ma'am, ma'am, me ma'am, no ma'am, responsibility. Ma'am, 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 ma'am. I want to see you one day hold men accountable for their... Ma'am, how can you just admit that if I play with a gun and kill myself, shoot myself, it's my fault, but if you play with a penis and detriment your life, it's not your fault. How is that? You heard rumors about what a penis can do. No, you not heard the rumors. Right. You see it happen not... to your sister. You see it happen. You decided to play with it. That is on you, ma'am. Miss Stein, let me ask you a question. If I do this right now on live, if I start playing with a gun and it goes off and it hits me in the head, who is responsible for my death? It's the parent that didn't put a gun like that. I said me, ma'am. I said me. Oh, right now, if I do it right now. That's your one-sided question. Of course it would be you. Of course okay. it would be you. Okay. So you and all of you playing with these cocks, when they go off and get you pregnant, who's responsible for that? You knew very well what a cock was capable of. I'm asking you, ma'am, who is responsible for you getting pregnant 100%? I love this video. Wow. Who's responsible? So if the woman, if the woman lays down, good morning, Jeff McCullough. Uh, uh, Christy Graham said that's fucking ridiculous. Now, why is that ridiculous, uh, Christy Graham? And and his, so he's saying that women know. That's right. Who it is that they're what, what they're about to do? They know what they know what happens if they have sex. That's right. So, so the guy is going to be responsible on his side, but isn't the woman responsible on her side? Good morning, Dion. My little sister's here. But that would take accountability, mm-hmm. Jay King. And I remember, I don't know if you remember that film called As Good As It Gets with uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. and Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was an Oscar-winning movie, and Jack mm-hmm. Nicholson is inside of his publishing mm-hmm. house, and the girl who's a receptionist walks up to him, and she goes, i got to just ask, i got to ask you. She goes, how do you write women so well? And he looks at her, and he says, I think of a man, and then I remove reason and accountability. That's what women are. This woman, but- and I love that video just because of the obvious silence, because she, she really has no answer for the obvious truth. She does know what a so, penis uh, does. Uh, um, she knows what it's capable yeah, of. So, uh, 
Karen Massey said there's two people involved. This is consensual. Both are responsible for the result of sex. This dude's analogy is as dumb as Jimmy in prison. A gun doesn't make a decision. It's an inanimate object. Oh, my God. She sounds crazy. She played with Cox along with Christy Graham. They both played with Cox. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff Carlin said, well, in all honesty, if I think of it, in a scenario where he's playing with a gun, it's him by himself in a scenario where a woman gets pregnant, there's two people involved. And, and okay. you got to take that into consideration. Who is the arbiter, folks? Let's be honest, gentlemen. Outside of her being assaulted, right, who is the arbiter of whether or not he no, penetrates but, but, her? Do you but, think? But, but um, so I'm going to see it both ways. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna that's see, fair. I'm going to see, I understand what people would say when they say, look, it's a gun and then a human being, one person. So that's one person responsible for it. In this case, it's two But, J.P., the woman who bears the responsibility I, 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 of pregnancy is the woman. Let me finish. Let me finish. Before I put you on mute, I didn't, I didn't put you on mute, but well, I you need to go you. ahead. You put me on mute. Put him on mute, too. Make it fair, Jay. I put you on mute because you and Fred kept going like the Energizer. Like you had the Energizer. So did, so did Reese. So did Reese. Put him on, put him on mute, Fred. Make, make, it, make, it, make it fair. <laughs> I put Reese on mute. You over there playing with mute buttons, Jay. You know what happens when you play with mute buttons, Jay. So um, <laughs> what happens? Don't we get pregnant? So, let's, so when, but when women, so if a woman lays down with a guy who already has kids, and then she and then she has a kid, and then she says he he's a deadbeat dad. And he's, you know, so all they did was have sex. They weren't, you know, they weren't necessarily committed to anything other than sex. Right. She knows that, she knows that that guy who already has kids, or who may not have a kid and don't and don't want kids, and now she, that's who she's dealing with. She knows that prior to. Christy Graham said the dynamics of having sex and allowing a man to put their body inside of you changes all the dynamics whether you like it or not. Men do all the fuck up, remember that. Do all of the fucking, uh, I don't get it. Um, yeah, well, you don't get it because she confused. Cox made her confused. She can't even understand her sentence. Uh, um, Karen Massey says she knew the job was dangerous when she took it. Yeah. Right. She finally, right. finally I mean, Karen I mean, think about right. the women. I want you guys to think about the two women that were in prison who were having sex with the transgender woman. Now, they knew the transgender woman was a dude. You know how they knew? Because he was putting that penis up in them. We want that penis feeling. Oh, that penis feeling. We want that penis feeling. That <laughs> I just want to let you know that this is sacrilegious what you're doing to the righteous brothers, okay? Nudie. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. Unrighteous. They want, you know, 
they know what that penis feeling is. That's they, you know, they 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 wouldn't. Um, and you know what's the trip is that at um, women that are um, that are lesbian or that you know that women that want to be with a woman, do you notice that they that they have strap-ons? Mm-hmm. Like they still they still want the penis filling, right? So yeah. is it that they is it that they don't like dude personalities? That's not what they, that they that they because they still if they still have the penis as part of their lovemaking. Um, right. Where men this way men they don't they don't have a vagina. I mean, like men don't have a a removable vagina that they can put on. Yes, they do. You know what I yes, mean? they do. Yes, they do, Jay. Good morning, Perkman. Men, men go to the sex shop and buy a fake coochie. They got fake coochies, Jay. They, they've been selling them for the past 15, 20 years. Now, how how would you, um, I didn't even know that. How would you know that? <laughs> well, you know, because, because they, they, they sell them on, on, online, because, too. Because, you be because, on Facebook. Because, because. No, no, you be on Facebook, Someone. and they think, and they'll show you a pussy that you can buy. Twenty nine ninety nine. Don't I, no, I've somebody, never seen anything like that on Facebook. Somebody well, has a it. questionable. Was, somebody has somebody has a questionable search history on their laptop. <laughs> uh, uh, Karen Massey says some momisms that will help you. You lay down with dogs, you get the fleas, make your own bed, lie in it. No, that's some bullshit. Um, they like the they like the dick, Jay. They just don't like to come. But why these girls when they on the dick? No. Ooh, come at me, come at me. Look, I know this, this argument has been <laughs> made Sean over and over again, and I remember are hungry for dick. John Beckman said, "I'm going to send Ali a strap on." Along with his new cane, Michael Nana Jordan said, "Tell Ali about the blow up. Oh, tell him about the blow up dog, Reverend Ali." Jan Marie said, "They sell for two thousand dollars, and these bitches are selling the real thing for forty. <laughs> Look, stupid as this may appear, wow. I'm going to say this. Look, <laughs> um, what said they saying? love Peter Milk. Good morning, Daphne. What these women fail to acknowledge, right, is that." unless they have some sort of proclivity to have sex, right? Like, in other words, they are compelled to fuck. They know what they're getting into, but they just couldn't resist it. They know what comes with it, right? But is the woman going, oh, you know, I know I might get pregnant, but I got to have it. Is that what you're telling me? Because if it's two people's responsibility, shouldn't it be one person? Because remember, if the guy says no to a woman, they'll call the guy gay or what's wrong with you. If the woman says no, what would they say? The woman can say no. She's usually the person who says yes or no, even married couples, okay? If the woman don't want to sleep with a man and puts him on the couch, she will do that in many relationships. The woman is the arbiter of whether or not she's going to get injected or not in most cases, unless I said, barring an assault, the woman is the arbiter of whether or not the two are going to have sex. And bearing the risk, which is on women, they can say no, not having it, might get pregnant, too risky. And if she is not considering that, Therefore, she's irresponsible. And all these people talking about, ah, it's not two people. Is it, though? Because if you tell the guy uh, no, Steve, nobody's having sex. Steve Anderson said, 
Ali's thinking, how can he become trans so he can go to a woman's prison? <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. says if a man well, does not want children, he's he going to take responsibility. Jelena says if a man does not want children, he should take responsibility for not transmitting his sperm. No, no, no. That woman is full of shit. You know sperm exactly. is in it. You don't fuck. And don't don't sit on the dick and tell the man to come in your pussy. You know you some lying nasty hoes out there. Exactly. That's the thing. Like again, yeah. they, even right here, you have women who are sitting up here literally refusing to think, sweetheart. The, there's no way you get pregnant until you allow the dick in you. Like, do you missing that? Well. Now Gimme is crying because she can't be in the woman's prison praying on people. She's worried about men playing on her. She might not get it from the end she wants. <laughs> well, they, that's right. They might do. They might, they gonna they gonna go to Hershey Highway on her. They on Hershey Highway. Hershey boy, just a boy with a Hershey. She, she's not liking it. There he is. There he is. What's going on? Did I just hear Reese? Did I just hear Reese uh, give a movie by Jack Nicholson to describe his? Good morning, Danielle. Did I just hear him do some shit like that? Yes, you did. He heard correct. And he always talking shit when I describe Wakanda to bring about my point. <laughs> Karen Matthew said correct. there are some lying, nasty men out there. It takes two. Ali is all is fair in the game of fucking. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. You know, a man can't get pregnant. So when he comes, he don't get pregnant. You get pregnant. So you need to jump off the dick before the cum come out. It's a nasty ass. <laughs> I got to interrupt my pleasure. <laughs> because he, cause he ain't, he don't know how to hold his in. That's what she's saying. Yeah, she full of shit. No goddamn why she let men come in her mouth and her coochie and her ass with her nasty ass. You don't even know you don't, you don't know who Karen Massey is. It's Karen Massey I know is. she responded. She responded on Friday. She looking for dick right now. Uh, she was in the morning. Christy Graham said, "To be honest, yeah. um, Christy Graham said." Uh, to be honest, by choice, I wanted to be single to check how men react if you're not trying to F and actually just getting to know them. Most men can't pass the test of just getting to know somebody. Um, mm-hmm. That's why um, she was over there at them bull riding contests where niggas be having dick, rock hard dicks waiting for a motherfucker. Um, Karen Massey said, but y'all men know what comes if you out there slanging. John Beckman said, what Ali is talking about, he never mentions a gal in his life. I think he ain't never been with a woman. Deanna um, Marie said, my dude, Ali. Oh. John's going to get murdered. For what? 
for having an opinion. For, for all that shit, for all that shit he's saying, and then you talking about, he said he loved you, Ali, you did a good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shelly, Shelly Fouch said, how about don't stick your dick in if you don't want to be a dad and held accountable with your nasty ass? That will fuck no, that's a goddamn bullshit ass, Shelly. Shelly, you smelly. Protection. Oh. <laughs> you guys just. Uh, I, I hope Reese comes back. I, Reese came. Judge rules Trump engaged in repeated fraud, effectively deciding central question in $250 million civil trial. I hope Reese comes back because I really want to. I love Ali. He's a great co host on this show. That's what John Beckman said. It's okay, Jay. No offense taken for stupid dudes talking. That's what Karen Massey said. Karen Massey. Yeah, right. Whatever, Karen Massey. You you couldn't get up off the dick before the cum came out because she's a motherfucking (laughs) nympho with your lying ass. You don't know nothing about that. Yes, she is. But why she talking about it's all the man's fault when he comes? She she on the dick, Jay. Uh, Karen Massey, you're right about that. Oh, Karen God. Massey, get you some big old condoms or stop fucking with the cock. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is the stupidest show. This show is just stupid. Okay? This show is just... Is, so uh, can he come up with some intelligent-sounding roasting remarks? To come Graham up with some intelligent shit when you saying that it's a man's fault when he stick his dick Christy in you Graham and you ain't got nothing to do with it. Um, Christy Graham said he makes things so nasty and negative. Yeah, because you be lying, Christy. You know you like these nuts. That's why you keep fucking with me. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I move to the next, to the next subject? Stay here, Jay. Stay here. Stay here. Stay here. Right here. It's a good subject. Friday. Freaky Friday. Oh, Lord. Jelena said, well, the issue of sexual responsibility is never resolved. Mm. Um, Karen Massey said, see, stupid dude, I said both are responsible. His pea brain is too small to understand what people are talking about. Okay, Karen. I'm on my way to your town right now. We're going to see about this dangler. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So now you threatening her with your penis? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Dangerous, Mm -hmm. Karen. Former President Donald Trump submitted fraudulent valuations for assets that were then used by himself, his eldest son, and his business to obtain better loan and insurance terms, a judge in New York decided Tuesday before ordering the cancellation of the company's business certificate in New York. Um, Karen Massey said, honey, bring it. You ain't got enough. 
Jan Marie said Dick is a powerful. I'm coming, Karen. I'm coming. Right on your lips. Vertical uh, says you better watch out, preachers are some freaks. John Beckman said, does Ali need a GoFundMe for all his travels across the country to kill everyone on this show? Not at all. I got a full tank of gas, a pocket full of money, and a new car, John. A new car. Uh, Christy Graham said, I agree with all the women here. Amen. Amen. Um, you agree with them bull riders, too. The judge's determination came as he granted a partial summary judgment in New York Attorney General Letitia James' multi-million dollar civil fraud suit. The judge, Arthur Ngoran, cites false and misleading square footage of Trump's Fifth Avenue apartment, among other faulty valuations. Good morning, Renee Chapman. Good morning, Philip Napier. The judge immediately canceled all of the defendant's business certificates in New York in order that they must recommend no more than three potential independent receivers to manage the disillusion of the canceled LLC within 10 days. The move severely restricts Trump's ability to conduct business in New York going forward. The judge said Trump and other defendants have a propensity to engage in persistent fraud, severely undercutting the defense Trump will offer when the case goes to trial next month. And Gorman wrote in his order that Trump, his adult son, Eric and Don Jr., and other defendants fraudulently inflated the value of properties, including Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate in Florida and his own triplex apartment in New York City, as well as 40 Wall Street, Trump Park Avenue, multiple golf courses, and an estate (laughs) in upstate New York. Okay. Is this motherfucker on doing the show, not putting yourself on mute? Friend, friend, you can't be on Kings in the Morning and getting your, your penis played with and think that it's good. It's not. That's why your dumb ass is on mute in the middle of the goddamn show. And Gorin wrote in his order that Trump, okay, okay, New York, okay. Eric Trump, who runs the Trump Organization's day-to-day operations, responded on X, previously known as Twitter. Today I lost all faith in the New York legal system. Never have I ever seen such hatred towards one person by a judge. We have run an exceptional company, never missing a loan payment, making banks hundreds of millions of dollars, developing some of the most iconic assets in the world, lying, cheating, Stealing, so what? Today, the persecution of our family continues. Donald Trump also, on X, reposted a previous post in which he said, the banks were paid back in full, sometimes early. There were no defaults. The banks made their money. 
We're represented by the best law firm, and we're very happy. There were no victims. The only victim here is me. They're victimizing me, trying to make me a criminal because I told a little white lie. White lies are okay. I know because I've told many of them. But when you start telling those other lies, the black lies, the brown lies, the red lies, those are lies you have to look at the yellow lie, but the white lie is okay. Um, good morning, Michael Gay. Good morning, Father. In a statement to ABC News, Trump attorney Alina Hobbs said they intend to immediately appeal the decision, calling the Trump Organization an American success story. John Beckman said, crooked judge, he will be overturned. Um, Christy Graham said, I couldn't believe what I heard Junior Boy say on Twitter. It was unfathomable actually being con- after actually being caught. Con- I love the voiceover. It truly cracks me up and makes me want to pee. Wow. Okay. That's one place I ain't going. Prison is what Janet Marie says. Um, James in the statement said, today a judge ruled in our favor and found that Donald Trump and the Trump Organization engaged in years of financial fraud. We look forward to presenting the rest of our case at trial. So I'm going to read a couple other things. But let me ask you guys a question. Um, Daphne said he needs to go sit in the court when black men are being accused, talking about hatred. Yeah, you, you're right about that. But let me ask you guys a question. Donald Trump, um, they, 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 they're charging him with fraud, okay? And they're saying that he committed fraud um, and that um, – you know, for hundreds of millions of dollars. But there are no criminal charges against him, number one. And where they're saying he committed fraud, he paid back the bank. So, I mean, it's not like um, he overinflated and didn't pay. If you motherfuckers don't put yourself on mute if you're not talking, I don't understand you guys. So My bad, Jay. That was me. That was me, Jay. That was me. I'm sorry. Uh, forgive me. Forgive me. Uh, well, at least you at least you own up to it. A lot of these motherfuckers won't even own up to it. So, so Karen Massey said, the Trumps keep talking about burying themselves. One son said Mar-a-Lago was worth a billion dollars. Did they pay tax on a billion dollars? more inflating their worth. The Florida government says the resort is only worth at most 24 to $27 million. They're missing out on some taxes if the property is worth a billion dollars. So if, you know, if that's what this is about, so to me, if he's cheating the government like that, I don't know if you guys remember this, but uh, Wesley Snipes went to prison over $4 million. Yeah. If so, if, if 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 Donald Trump has committed these crimes, and if, if this is what he's really done, why aren't we going after him criminally? Good question. Man, this country, this country. Well, because the country is a is a criminal, Jay King. This motherfucker's fucked up. And ain't shit gonna happen to Donald Trump. The nigga gonna be the president with four five seventies. 
<laughs> uh, Christy Graham said Trump's father did the same thing over 30 years ago. I heard an investigative report, journalist on the news. Um, let me see. Uh, 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 he inflated properties, and Trump Trump just took over the same business type ways. Um, mm-hmm. John Beckman said Biden hasn't paid his taxes on all the money he got from foreign countries. Okay, so now here's Reese. I knew Reese was some – John Beckman must have called him and said, hey, man, they're talking your subject now. Reese, I don't know if you <laughs> heard what I read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. I was listening. Oh. Hey man, I'm gonna answer it. I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna answer the the first question first, because somebody said, "What about the taxes on said property?" And that is a great question, right? So the financials to the bank are what he inflated, not the financials to the IRS. Right, So if he tells the bank that the property is worth $2 billion to get a loan from the bank, but the property is really worth a billion and a half, and he files that on his taxes because that's the proper amount that it is worth, he's paying taxes on the proper amount of the worth. Now, what he tells the bank that it's $2 billion, taxpayers aren't losing out. It's the bank who's giving him a loan that's exceeded the actual property and guess what? He paid he he paid the approved in, um the approved um what do you call it uh, interest on that loan, and everybody was paid back. Nobody is defrauded. Taxpayers got exactly what the price of the property was worth in taxes. What he did with the banks, the banks aren't the victims here, so the bank got all their money back for the for the loan based on the two billion dollar uh, assessment of the property. So people keep talking about taxes. He didn't defraud taxpayers. He paid the exact amount of taxes for the exact amount that the property was honestly worth. In fact, this case is not about what he lied about on his tax forms. It's about what he lied about on the business loan. And so when you can tell me how that defrauded anybody after everybody's paid back, you got yourself a case, which is why this is going to be, uh, again, he's going to win the case, but you can argue everywhere else. Renee Chapman said preach because the white elite has different rules. Del Bernie said because... These are political prosecutions. Trump is an egomaniac, but progressive prosecutors are abusing their authority to maliciously harass them, plain, harass it, plain and simple, harass them, plain and simple. Um, Karen Massey mm-hmm. said, they all crooks. Trump's daughter, husband, Kirshner, read up on his dad, all of them, crook, teaching young crooks to be bigger crooks. Christy Graham says, why has the Deutsche Bank got the hell away from him? Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Lee Fletcher said, Washington, D.C., the D.C. meaning doing crime and getting away with it. John Beckman said, not one victim in this case. Philip Napier says, one step at a time, you'd have a stronger case if you'd already been adjudicated. Remember they threw out the statute of limitations argument. Um, John, uh, uh, John, Steve, um, Steve Adderson said, Reese goes straight to defending Trump when Jay walks away. Edwin Vaughn said, what about the banks and business people who he filed BK on? 
Uh, Jelena says, all this scenario has done is open the door for others to be charged and exposed and hopefully prevent them from being in a government position. So um, may I? go ahead, Mitchie Smurf, what you, what you got. So in the situation here, when we fill out our loan applications, whatever we write on the application is whatever you wrote. There's a process that's supposed to be taking place where the underwriter is supposed to verify all documentation before that loan is signed off on. So there you go. Thank you. Got- yeah, so, but, but when you have a relationship at the bank, when you've been doing mm-hmm. business at the bank, so, so what mm-hmm. happens is this. Now you start to see that the bank has some shady characters as well. Maybe somebody's yes. getting a kickback for doing a loan. Definitely. Yeah, that's and again, like I said, if you're if, if the taxpayer, let, let's say Jay King in this argument, right, that Donald Trump's real, because that's what the judge is basing it on, right? The judge is basing on what the property is really uh-huh. worth, right? The property is really worth. He's saying that he overinflated that on a not a tax form, on a bank loan. He pays. He tells the bank it's worth two billion. The taxpayers. He's paying taxes on it being worth one point five. But if you but if you sign right? the paperwork. That says that you're overinflated, that you that you that if it, you that it's fine that, that the price that you've given or the appraisal that you've given is false, that it that you could be charged with fraud. The trial is right. currently scheduled to begin October second. Although upcoming rulings may alter that schedule, among other determinations, the trial will decide how much Trump will have to pay in penalties. In his ruling Tuesday. And Gorin said Trump inflated the value of his own Trump Tower residence between $114 million and $207 million, including claiming the property was triple its actual size in square feet. Uh, um, Jay, the banks have to do an appraisal. You're missing that point. No, John Beckman, what I'm saying to you, and you're not listening to it, because of the CTE you be fucking with, is if you have somebody in the bank um, on your payroll, you're going to get the appraisal you want because fraud is being committed on all sides. A discrepancy of this order of magnitude by a real estate developer sizing up his own living space of decades can only be considered fraud. And Gorin said in his order, and Gorin also found that Trump inflated the value of his Mar-a-Lago club by at least 2,300%, claiming the property assessed by the county was between $18 million and $276 million was actually worth between Four hundred and twenty-six million and six hundred and twenty-six million dollars in total. And Gorin, good morning, El Malik. And Gorin wrote that the New York Attorney General submitted conclusive evidence that the defendants overvalued their assets between eight hundred and twelve million and two point two million dollars. And in thirty-five-page order, the judge described the conduct of the defendants in the case 
as belonging in a fantasy world and sharply criticized what he calls the bogus arguments made by the defense. Okay, we're going to stop right there. Now, again, my question becomes, uh, so um, um, Pada says, notice how the only signature on the promissory note on the bank is yours. Contracts are supposed to be signed by both parties. Good morning, John Sway. Um, so let's. So I want to know. Okay, when you're getting a bank loan, a appraiser goes out to check the value. Then the appraiser may get a payback, a la James Brown for saying the property is worth more. Okay, yeah. So that's what that's what I, I said. That's what um, obviously had to happen here. But let me ask you guys a question, and this is the poignant question that we have to that we have to ask. If Donald Trump committed such egregious crimes, why isn't he being criminally charged, number one? And number two, how is it a crime if he paid back the loan? Those are things that we gotta you, you, you gotta ask. And there's a third one. There's a third question, Jay. What uh, what's the third question? Whom is the Southern District of New York representing that he defrauded? Because it's not the tax. Well, payment. we already they, they, no, that's not the third question. We already said he they uh, um, they're saying that they were defrauded of financial gain because of because of his overinflation of high paying taxes. That they were because Who they didn't the pay based on the the, 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 the district. They they weren't paid they weren't paid based on what he um on what he valued everything yet. They should have been paid. That's why they charged him two hundred and fifty million dollars for it. Um Karen Matthew said if I inflate the value of my property to get loans and deflate the value to pay taxes and get caught, what will happen to me? I don't have white privilege. Been in, been in bed with That's other wealthy crooks or had a If, uh, if the bank that so you lended from sued you, you, tell, tell Karen. Would you guys tell Karen the fuck up? Okay, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. Okay. I know what I'm going to do. Okay. You My bad. Don't do it, don't do it, Bob. I'm good, I'm good. Shit. Now, you guys see me reading the motherfucking comments instead of y'all just shutting the fuck up let me read the comments, and then then you can say what you want to say. If I inflate the value of my property, get the loans and deflate the value of, to pay taxes and get caught, what will happen to me? I don't have white privilege. I haven't been in bed with other wealthy crooks or had a big-time political job. So my, my butt would go to jail. Of course, if I have a good lawyer, I might be able to weasel my way out of jail by getting probation, by crying about being a first-time offender, these Trumps and lots of other people have been doing this fast number scheme for years. Um, <clears throat> and Christy Graham said, I can't wait to find that out. John Beckman said, we are all just guessing here because none of us know the case. We think we're right when, in fact, we know nothing. Larry um, Thompson said, because he's a powerful white man. Um, Jeff Carter said, exactly right, Jay. If he paid back the loan, what the hell is the difference? Who was harmed? Um, Mark Anthony is why, okay. And then Christy Graham said, 
It is literally colonization in our face all over again in a business sense. He's taking and getting and doing what he wants with regard with no regard uh, to authority or rules and regulations, ultimately white privilege. And I, I have to disagree with you guys. I don't think it, it, it's white privilege. What I think is this. These are... They're searching for a charge. They're trying to make something stick because there was no if if they weren't and maybe they're just not clear with the charge. No. Nope. If he paid back the loans, if he paid back the loans, how can you go after him? Um, um, El Malik said Donald Trump is the poster child of white privilege in America. He's been conditioned like most right. white men to feel above that, that, that this is true, to feel above the law, and he may never, ever spend a, a, a day in jail um, uh, where those who look like him may, may change all the rules. Um, John Beckman says it's all about get Trump, and we all know it. Um, good morning, Reginald Sanders. I'm not going to disagree with him on that. They're trying to do everything they can to get Trump. Um, Michael Nino Jordan said it's the principle now. It's not about money he's schemed on. Monkey said, I think we should sell this with a tickle fight. Christy Graham said he moves in ticks like the mob, so nobody can put it on all on him. Uh, no, listen, you guys, what I, you guys are missing the point. I want you guys to don't, don't get emotional. I want you guys to think about this, okay? This man, this man defrauded the government by inflating his property by somewhere between 812 and 2.2 billion dollars, and there's no jail time here. There's no jail time. He he defrauded the government. Karen, you, Karen, you say. He didn't pay taxes because he lied. He got to, I got to pay my taxes. He needs to pay, yeah. But what, and so, and I agree with you, Karen, but if he needs to pay his taxes, why isn't there a criminal charge? You guys have to ask yourself, you got to, you got to sift through the bullshit. Vernicle said he already yeah, told us if he killed someone in public, he would get away with it because he's Donald Trump. LaRae said he paid back the loans to reduce the charges with, uh, without interest penalties. No, the loans are paid. They were, they were paid because of these charges were brought. The loans were already paid. Christy Graham yeah, said this is have all that eight. money and pay less than we do in taxes is unbelievable. $700 and some change is crazy. That's the way our system is. So attack Donald Trump for a system that allows such a thing to happen. Um, El Malik said he broke the law, Jay and how he acquired the loan. What law? If he did that, even paying back the loan, I have broken the law. I would be in jail, period. El Malik, you're, you're saying what I'm saying. If, in fact, he broke the law, and if he is as egregious as they say in the case, why isn't there a criminal charge to put him in prison? Because that doesn't exist. Not for him, not for his sons, not for any of the defendants. John Beckman said the damn bank made money, not only got paid back, no victim, 
Mr. Elias said, didn't they charge Hunter Biden for the same thing? Uh, no, actually, they let, the, they let the they let the they let the um what's the name the um limitation run out on Hunter Biden, um because the case is from 2014. Jay, you listen, you just said it. If he defrauded the government, why isn't he being charged with a crime? Because he didn't defraud the government. The charges well, against him defrauding taxes, the if you bank. Don't pay your taxes, That's not what he's being charged with. That's what I'm saying. But they criminally charged Wesley Snipes, and he did time. Exactly, Daphne. Well, Jay King, but you guys are complaining. You're complaining. No, if it's a tip Wesley Snipes is blacker than black, Jay. At all. If it's a tip if it's a tip token. I'm just saying. Wesley Snipes is too black. Everybody keeps saying he defrauded the government, and this is a tax case. It's not. He didn't defraud the government, and it's not a tax case. It's a loan case. And, 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 the and, bank I'm was never defrauded. Reese, based on what they're saying, based on all the information that they've brought forth on what he did, this is a tax case that they're not bringing forward. And I'm saying, why not? If he did all these things, unless, but, uh, you know, if, if this is the case, then we should be going through his tax records. We should, and just don't make it's it. Easy. It's, it's, it's easy. It's easy why they can do it, J.K., because it's a civil litigation. It's like the civil litigation, remember, that O.J. had, I understand, right? Reece, the, the burden Reece, of proof. Reece, what you're missing, no, Reese, what you're missing is they're bringing it, bringing it as a civil case. But yes, that's they, my point. If, 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 it is, if it is what they say it is, then it has criminal activity connected to it. Yes. And it should yes. be and I'm, what I'm Right, but I'm saying the reason why they wouldn't bring said, a criminal case because the threshold is too high for them to meet. Dave Smith said they won't Trump out of New York. Um, so this is in the defendant's world, this is the judge. Uh, the judge said that, that – um, and I just want you guys to listen to what the judge is saying. I want you guys to pay attention. Really go back and read what they're saying about Trump, because if, if all that they're saying is true, then criminal charges could be, should be connected. Why aren't they connecting a criminal charge to us? All I'm saying, it makes me question the charge altogether, okay? In defendant's world. Rent-regulated apartments are the same as unregulated apartments. Restricted land is worth the same as unrestricted land. Restrictions can evaporate into thin air. A disclaimer by one party casting responsibility on another party exonerates the other party's lies. And Gorin wrote, citing multiple arguments made by the defense to justify the allegedly inflated valuation of Trump's assets. That's a fantasy world, not a real world. Reese is right. It's a civil case. Folks don't want to put the former president in jail. I've always said that. And I'm saying to you, um, Karen, if these folks could put Trump in jail, 
they would. They would love to put Trump in jail. I, but it starts to make me look at the, 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 the charge itself. If you start digging deep into it, is this just, is this one of those things where Trump is going to, is going to uh, win on appeal and everybody's going to say what we're saying right now is, you know, white privilege, blah, blah, blah. But there was never anything real there in the first place. I've always said the U.S. doesn't want to see a former president in jail. I think if there was a former president that the U.S. would want to see in jail, it would be Donald Trump, Karen Massey, in my opinion, because he's not part of the, the, uh, the in crowd. The only way to keep Trump from being president is they have to kill him, and we all know that. That's what John Beckman said. Ingram also appeared to use the words of former President Trump against him citing a transcript from a deposition of Trump about the inclusion of so-called worthless clauses. Disclaimers included in financial statements, which defense has argued insulate the defendants from liability. However, defendants' reliance on these worthless disclaimers is worthless, and Gorin wrote, rejecting a frequent argument cited by the defense. And Gorman similarly disagreed with the defense's argument that property values were subjective and therefore could not be fraudulent. Of course, that is the truth. You can't, um, um, property values are not subjective. They, they, they are, that's why you have an appraiser that comes out and appraises and, and, um, and, and if, you, if you inflate the value of a property, that is fraud. The defense the defense is Donald Trump's attempts to articulate in his sworn deposition are wholly without basis in law or fact, in Gordon wrote, saying that the documents presented to the court clearly contain fraudulent valuations that defendants used in business. And Gordon also sanctioned Donald Trump's lawyers for peddling bogus arguments, ordering five attorneys to pay 7000 $500 each. Christopher Kyse, Michael Medell, Clifford Robert, Michael Farina, and Armin Morian were each ordered to pay $7,500 within 30 days. A lawyer for the New York Attorney General's office had earlier described staggering misrepresentations about the value of Trump's properties and assets, arguing that Trump engaged in a prolonged bait and switch to lower his tax burden while inflating his assets to obtain favorable loan terms. Now, let me tell you guys how I see this whole thing shaking out. And I'm glad you guys who listen to Kings in the Morning listen to this show. Because one of these days, um, you're going to say, wow, they said this on Kings in the Morning. I'm not a Donald Trump fan. As a matter of fact, I think he is one of the dumbest motherfuckers in the world. He, but he happens to be of a privileged position. Things that he's done, we couldn't do and get away with it. I don't care what color you are. He's just at a privileged height in his life where he can get away with things that you and I couldn't. But because of this, Donald Trump, um, Donald Trump 
has changed the um, is that is that big Charles? Yeah, that's big Charles. I don't know why you motherfuckers. Why do you guys talk? Why do you guys not? He, he, he confessed, Jay. He confessed, Jay. Now give him a pass. Me, my bad. You got to give him a pass. He 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 fessed it up, Jay. All right. So so let me just say this to you guys. If Donald Trump is not allowed to run for president, because I believe that's what they're really trying to do. Donald Trump not running for president will be the first brick thrown in the destruction of America. When we go back in history to find out why America was destroyed, it'll be because of what we're seeing right now. Just remember I said it. Donald Trump. Jay King, you're talking to a brick wall. These people don't fucking like America anyway. They want to see that shit destroyed. They hate so badly that going after Trump is worth destroying a country over it. No, I, they I, want no, that no shit. Jeff, I don't. Jeff, he's not getting railroaded. Not, let me let me make this clear, Jeff. No, he's not getting railroaded. But Donald Trump has been crooked in a crooked system for so long that it looks like a railroad. It looks like a railroad job because he's been able to use the system to do it, do what he will. Um, so um, Karen Massey said Donald Trump thought he was untouchable. His big head made him want to be president. He didn't know he couldn't stop the media and everyone else from crawling up and behind and exposing his dirty dealings. He's proud of it. He's got he's got his comeuppance. There is no come, I don't know what his comeuppance is going to be. Yeah, I don't even he know what the hell Karen Nasty. You know, look. Never mind. I, I, I don't even know why to be on him next. I don't, um, I don't even know. Said, Andre Henley said, it's funny to sit back and watch the Republican Party cannibalize themselves, America will be destroyed by its own greed. Um, yeah, I'm uh, sure mutilating America, children isn't point. going to do it. Let me, let me read the comments and then, so, you can, so I don't get too far behind. Uh, Karen Grant, um, Christy Graham said, that's my point about what I heard over 30 years ago now. Um, Janet Marie, uh, Jeff Carlin said, fair enough. Janet Marie said, with his crooked ass, Mammy and Pappy. <laughs> John Pickman said, yes, he is. It's all about getting Trump at any cost. You know it. Um, Shelly Faust said, they are teaching our children in schools to administer Narcan. I don't understand what that means. Um, Snitchy Smurf said, wondering why America will want to willfully destroy itself. Um, um, John Pickman said, so John Carlin, well, Jeff maybe Carlin it's not America doing man, it. And quit. Quit apologizing. Uh, um, um, Jeff Carlin said, John Beckman, that's how it looks to me. See, John Beckman, Jeff Carlin is is Jeff Carlin. He's a, he's a whole other person than you. And because he's Jeff Carlin, he gets to have his own motherfucking opinion the same way your CPE damaged opinion exists. Um, uh, uh, 
Um, Terry Massey said, even if he railroaded his own family members, he even railroaded his own family members. Uh, good morning, Potter. You've been listening. Go ahead and, and put your two cents in. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just listening. I'm just trying to figure out, is it a, is this, is this a civil or a criminal case? It's a civil. It's a civil. So this is, the problem. civil. this is the problem that I have with the case, um, Potter. It's a civil case. It's a civil case, but the way they describe it, it has criminal implications, but they won't go after him for, for the criminal. And I'm saying, how real are these charges? And, you know, if, if, if all that they're saying is true, why aren't they going after the criminal aspect of it? Because it would be even more damaging. Because they don't but have I a don't case, know, obviously. I don't know. Don't and that's all I'm case. saying. I don't know how real this, this case is. And we got, we, so I don't get emotionally involved in this. I, because it's got to be analytically, it's got to make sense to me. Um, yeah, but the simple When you were but, he apologizes. Stan Grand, Jeff. No. When I make sense, John Beckman, but I don't expect you to understand when I make sense because you're the only living motherfucker with CTE. So your brain so, disorder takes you a minute to catch up. So the symbol, and they're looking for they're looking for a, a monetary settlement. Yeah. No, no, they're not right. looking. They're not no, looking for yes, any yes, kind of are. criminal. Yes, they are. No, they're not yes, looking. They listen, let me tell you guys something. They're not looking for monetary. It's the only one that they can do. You can't because you can't because you can't tell me you can't tell me that that they're looking for something monetary uh, when what they're looking is to, to to stop him in his tracks. Um. You have to admit, Jay, you don't always make sense. Can you do that? No, John Beckman. I can admit that you don't make sense a lot of times, but I know that you have CTE, and you're the only living person that we that we know have CTE, and so your brain gets a little scrambled. Uh, Jeff Carter says, John Beckman, not apologizing. Jay made a legitimate point, and I agree with how he described Trump navigating the system, which is what I've done. Isn't the RICO charge a criminal case? He's not charged with RICO. No, he's talking. They're talking about the Fulton County charge. That's a criminal oh, case. So yeah, so the Fulton County charge, but so 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 let me say this, Andre. We're talking about the New York charges that the, that the um, that the state brought against him, the two hundred and fifty million dollars where they took his his business certificate, so he can't do business. So I'm not I'm not conflating the two. I keep apples with apples and oranges with oranges. When we talk about that, all I'm saying here, case. all I'm saying here is to Potter's point. The reason why it's a civil case, Potter, is because the threshold for evidentiary like relief here is a lower standard. It's like I'm not going to charge you with murder. I'm going to charge you with wrongful death in a civil case. You know, I'll be in like OJ. 
right? The threshold to prove yeah, OJ's yeah. responsible civilly. They're looking for a monetary settlement and all this. Exactly. They're just looking for really, to get no, money. So, but, but, but no, I'm not, they're not looking. It's just they're not looking for a monetary settlement. Um, they, that's just part of this this deal. That's just what's going to happen in the charge that's in front of them if they win. I'm saying anything they can do to try to take some steam away from him is what they're doing. But if they really had a oh, yeah, case, in my yeah. opinion, in my opinion, if the case was as airtight as they say, it would be a criminal charge because it would have more teeth. That's all I'm saying. But you'd have to prove more evidence. And that's I remember this, I don't care. you know, that's why I brought the OJ brief, thing. Brief, but I can prove more if, if, it, if I got, if, if it's a real case, if I have a real strong case, I don't care about having to prove evidence because I got it. Right, right. Don't that's what I'm saying. I don't believe they had it. I don't think they have it. I think that's but, why they made it a civil case. Because, you know, I listened. That's why I said I question. I, no, sir. I did. I agree with you. I'm agreeing with you wholeheartedly. That's why I'm just saying the same thing. It's because, because it's got to make sense to me, you guys. I don't, not, not from an emotional standpoint. From a pragmatic standpoint. All I'm asking, though, the people who are listening, did they think that O.J. being charged with wrongful death was a means to which Ron Goldman Sr. could get compensated because they couldn't get him criminally? Every person here would say, argues, like, oh, they invented that criminal, you know, that, that, that civil case because they couldn't get him criminally. Even Damon Wayans said that after the after the um, after the civil case it was like, oh, they couldn't well, get it one way, so they go after the. the, the well, uh, right, but the whole thing is though, the Goldmans got privilege in Santa Monica. Yeah. <laughs> but the burden of proof in a civil case is far lower than the burden of proof in the criminal case right. against OJ. Right. The fucking Democrats have been blowing smoke up our ass since. What did she say? Since those January 6th hearings is what Jenna Marie said. Dick Cheney's daughter's at the helm. She's a Republican. Nikki, um, oh, my dad always thought OJ was guilty. <laughs> I didn't in the beginning, only after he won, and he didn't, he didn't have, he didn't say, my daughter lost her mother, and I have to, um, I have to find who the killer is, right. the day I die. That's, that's what made me. Well, how, we don't know if he ain't said her. that, though, J.K. He didn't, because we would have heard it. What he said was, if I did it. That's what he said, and he wrote it in the book. Yeah, but they took all his money, so I would try to make some money back too. They didn't take all his money. He gets twenty-five or thirty thousand dollars a month for the rest of his life. As long as he stay in Florida. Mm-mm. It's his pension. They couldn't touch his pension. Right. That's the way it was set up. But but they, I thought they could touch it, and and you get out and and over here in uh, L.A. No. No, I don't. Maybe I don't know. I would have to. I would have to see. They said something about Florida is why he went there, so he could keep his uh, 
pension. They can they can mess with it though somewhere else. I may be wrong, but that's what I I thought I heard him say. It's interesting. Anyway, so yeah. we're gonna see. Jay got something happening in Reno. You might want to be in on with me. Um, Marshall, I tried to call you. Marshall, I don't know what's wrong with your phone, but your phone don't don't act right. His NFL, his NFL, his NFL pension is untouchable no matter where he is. Um, El Malik said his NFL, yeah, his NFL pension is untouchable no matter where. But like you said, in an effort to prevent Trump from running for president, in all reality, his presidency is being confirmed. Um, Donald Trump, I don't know if you guys have, have, have noticed lately, but um, um, Donald Trump uh, is... Uh, 40-plus points in front of the nearest competitor. And now Gavin Newsom is starting to show his face in places. I don't know if you guys have. Um, Karen, Karen Matthews said, and then O.J. wrote a book that was crazy. He moved to Florida to protect his home and other assets from the Goldman. Um, John Beckman said, even with CTE, I'm smarter than most in this show. How about them apples? <laughs> That right there just shows just how smart you are, is John Beckman. Um, Renee Chapman said, I'm moving to Canada. Mr. Elliott says, you cannot prevent him from running. No, you can't. But he's going to, but what they're not trying to prevent him from running. What they're doing is they're putting so much in front of him, Mr. Elliott, that he has to deal with that. And running a, running a race and hoping that one of these rocks, that they that they're throwing in front of him is going to put his his tire on flat. What's happened though is just the opposite. The more they go after him, the higher his numbers get, and that's that's the scary part. Um, I believe that people are so fed up with Joe Biden that. If Joe Biden and Donald Trump are running against each other, Donald Trump wins. Because Donald Trump's 40% plus, his 40% base isn't going anywhere. They're going to be there. Joe's base may not be there. Some of them, people are frustrated. And, And if black and brown don't show up and vote, Joe's in a whole heap of trouble. Um, El Malik said Donald Trump is going to win and be the next president. 69% of Democrats have admitted that Joe Biden is too old. Watch. Let me tell you something, El Malik. Not only is Joe Biden too old, but Kamala Harris is his vice president. So there are a lot of people that will not vote for Joe because Kamala could be come president if something happened to him. Renee Chapman said that's the reality, not just black or brown, but also the young people. Yeah. Jana Marie said vote for Cornell. I would vote for Cornell if Cornell presented a, a platform that I could vote for. He's got to present 
a platform that's winnable. And he's a he's an outsider in this game. Um, John Beckman said, who will Newsom appoint now that Feinstein is dead? A lot of people want him to appoint Barbara Lee. Um, but um, I don't know if that's going to happen because she's running. It'll probably uh, be know, Adam Schiff because – no. Uh, Adam. I'm going to tell you why it won't be Adam. Let me tell you why it won't be Adam Schiff, because Adam is running. Okay. And um, and Gavin is not going to appoint um, Adam nor Barbara to give either of them a leg up. But But, yeah, Adam Schiff is running for Feinstein's seat, isn't he? Yes. That's why he will he will he will appoint a woman of color, probably a black woman. But it won't be Barbara Lee, and it won't be Adam Schiff because they are running for the seat. Okay. So How about Katie Porter? He will listen to what I just said. He okay. I just want you on the record, a, sir. He will appoint a black woman. And the only only black Barbara woman? Lee. No, not Barbara Lee. What's the other woman who's running? Not Barbara Lee. There's another one. It won't be. It's no other. It won't be. It won't be anyone running. No one running will be. Oh, none candidate. of the candidates, Porter or. Oh, really? Okay. No, no. Okay. It'll be somebody to feel he will not give anybody a leg up on the other. But they will have to face a special election this year, though, right? I mean, a regular election. No, no. What's going to happen? Whoever, he whoever he appoints. Appoint. Because whoever he appoints will will end up, will fill out the term. Oh no, that's what I'm saying. The term is over in 2024, sir. Right, and when the term is over, there will be, in a, but it won't be anybody who's running, Reese. I heard you. It will be, I heard you. I heard you. Okay, so it'll be whoever he appoints will be somebody who will be sit in that seat, but there will not be anyone running for it, and and, and it will be somebody of color, a woman. Okay. I talked with the governor. So um, the, 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 big, the big problem here, you guys, the big problem here, what, what we're doing, what we're dealing with right now is the men and women that are running for president today um, don't exist. They don't exist in this race. The only two people that exist in this race are Donald Trump and um, Joe Biden. And what we're telling Americans and the rest of the world is these are the two of the best people for this position. Out of the 330-plus million people in the United States of America, these two dudes are the best we got. That's what we're saying. And we have Yeah, that's be. sobering. Um, that's do you not see? necessarily. Yeah. That, that, that's you it, don't, 
You, again, you're, you're acting like there isn't people. If, if Donald Trump's got 60 percent of Republican votes and Americans are saying 73 no, no, percent. He said if you're looking from outside the U.S. and you're looking at the U.S. from outside and you look at the two people that are going to be um, going head to head next year, you're seeing those two faces. And, when, and so really what? the implication is that, yeah, these are the two guys that are the, that's that right. have that's the wherewithal. And yeah, I, look, and, I love you and all, buddy, but don't tell me. Yeah, um, that's why your dumb ass is on you. That, I'm that trying to explain exactly to him how you set it up, Jay, you can't, and he's not no, understanding. Listen, you can't explain that to Reese because Reese don't understand shit like that. You got to remember at the ninth grade is when all the shit stopped him. Uh, yeah, because the, he's not, not, he's, it's not that, uh, so, so Janet Marie says the media doesn't tell me how to feel, think, or act. So Janet Marie does what Reese does, which is singularize the conversation. We're not talking about Reese or people that are, that are in the debate of it all. But in general, in general, what we're saying to the world, to the country, and to the world, these are the two best people we got. Not Reed, and I'm not saying... Dana Marie, but in general. Um, Al Malik said, that's okay. why I don't watch the debates, because you have laid it out why Donald Trump will win. Biden will not be a two-term mayor, especially if black and brown don't flood the boxes. Um, Shelly Fox said America has been the laughing stock since we allowed Trump to run for office in the first damn place. We didn't allow Trump to run for office. Let's get that clear. Donald Trump, as an American citizen, has the right, like you and I, to run for president. Uh, Dr. Cornell West is running for president. And... Um, I thought it was funny that you said Mayor El Malik because he his, he he can't be a two-term mayor, let alone a two-term president. That's what I thought you meant, though. So um, mm-hmm. Donald Trump has the right, like you and I do, like Dr. Cornell West does. The the, the difference is that Donald Trump, um, as silly and, and dumb as he is, was able to connect with a electorate that doesn't just love him, they worship him. A a lot like in the way of a Hitler, where the people believe in him more than they did the country. And now you have people who believe in Donald Trump more than they do the country. And Donald Trump is dangerous. Donald Trump is dangerous to the democracy and to the system that we have in place. And the democracy and the system that we have in place We're not a has, democracy. Been dangerous, has been dangerous. The republic, the democracy that we run, the republic runs under a democracy. It has been dangerous to you and I. This, this, this country has been criminal to you and me. This country has been unfair 
could have done to us. And what this country is seeing right now is the beginning of the unraveling. And Donald Trump and his candidacy on this second try at being prepped, third try at being president, will be the unraveling of America if Donald Trump is left off one stage ballot. Remember I'm saying this. And if Donald Trump loses a close race where it's, it's fishy, you start to see the upheaval of America. And this country won't last. So you're justifying the attacks on Trump because it's important to our democracy? I'm not justifying anything. I haven't, you haven't heard me justify anything, Reese. So don't put words yeah, in Yeah, you said that Donald Trump is a threat to our democracy. No. Uh, he is a threat. But I haven't said that I, that I, that I, that I am, I'm just talking about reality here, Reese. Good morning, um, good morning, um, Lambert Davis. I think good morning, are. Jay. I'm not, not going to take much time, Jay. You know, I don't waste your time or any time at all. I wanted to say a week ago today, since you brought up uh, Dr. Cornell West, I wanted to send him a shout-out because in less than a week, I don't know if it was his wife or someone part of his campaign, they reached out to us through Instagram. I'm not fooling with Instagram, my family handles it, but they told me that and I'm, I'm going to be meeting with somebody in his campaign in Sacramento. Uh, I'm going to get out to vote for him. I don't know what's going to happen as far as him elected. I'm under no illusion of that, but it'll make me feel good with integrity that at least somebody with integrity got back to me, and I wanted to say thank you to him for confirming last week that him and our bro- him and his brother and I shipped some cheesecakes way to New Jersey to keep my word when I met him at a book signing. So shout-out to Dr. West. I saw he was in Michigan on the front lines, and shout-out to his wife. And thank you for the exposure, Jay, because that's what it was. So thank you. Right. You're welcome, sir. Good morning, Chocolate Peach. Perk Nash said the road to hell is broad. The Bible told about this part. Um, you know, I would really like people to do what I would really like you all to do as we discuss this stuff and we talk about it and we and we ponder on it, that really take your personal emotions out of it. Uh, good morning, Duck Northwest Media. Sorry, I didn't see you. That you take your personal feelings out of it and be pragmatic in your thinking. Don't be so emotional about it. You can hate Trump. You can not like him. You can think he's the greatest. You can love him, all that. But even with all that, just take take a pragmatic look at where we are as a country because we're in some dangerous times. And so um, calling him Hitler and a threat to our I democracy is not believe, is not overboard. Yeah, um, I personally believe Donald Trump should have the right to run, and we should have the right as Americans, to say no to him. Fair now, and Jay, you, now, Jay, you say... Um, or yes. You have to have, exactly. You say you have to have 
me to um, to run for president. About how much money do you need to have? You said you got to have. You gotta, they got to raise money to, to run. About how much money do you have to raise to have a successful run as president? Three hundred fifty to five hundred million dollars. Three hundred and fifty to five hundred million dollars. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Now, if you ask me who's the most intelligent person running for president, I say Dr. Cornell West. Unfortunately, intelligence doesn't make you a shoe in. For president, you have to be able to raise money and you have to be able to build a message that can resonate with a large number of people. And um, I don't know if Dr. West's message is broad enough. You can't um, you can't discount capitalism in America, in a country where capitalism has made it the number one economy in the world. You can't talk about people catering to special interest groups and not see the group that you cater to as special interest to you. They are, they're of a special interest to you. We can't have special interests. Our interest has to be the overall health of the country and that we figure out a way for people who we call poor or marginalized or underserved to become more financially solvent, to become better served to become less marginalized. And people who are are rich and wealthy, for them to not feel overtaxed. And and it also calls for us to protect our borders so that people can't just come into our country and um and drain our our, our resources for we who are American citizens. And this is a tough conversation to have because it's gonna everybody's not gonna be happy with all that we say and do. That means that it's gonna be more difficult to come into the country, to be a citizen of the country and such. But it also means that we who are citizens of the country will be able to benefit from the wealth of it. Right now, we have a hard time benefiting from the wealth because a lot of the wealth of the country goes out to other nations and, and other immigrants that come into the country. And, and, and so we have to be able to have this conversation in a way that's palatable for everybody to get an understanding of it. Because there are a lot of people that say, you know, we, you know, we should let the immigrants in. We should let everybody in. This is a free country. Uh, Michael Nader Jordan said, Jay, you're old enough. Why don't you run for president? Yeah, he is running because for president Michael, right now. He, he was running Monday, and he Michael, ran again on Friday. Um, no, Mike, um, uh, John Beckman, John, uh, John Beckman, you're a liar. Trump didn't make us wealthy, and, and, and you're silly for saying that. 
You didn't hear Jay King's uh, speech just now, y'all. The country, the country <laughs> wasn't wealthy. <laughs> under his under his watch, we got another no, nine ten trillion dollars in debt. And your boy. So that's not that's not true. So don't lie on Donald Trump. Don't make Donald Trump something that he's not. And that's that's where the bullshit over. This is John Beckman. You get this right here. This is this is for you because you just told an out and out lie. Warning! Warning! Bullshitter alert! Bullshitter alert! Warning! Warning! Bullshitter alert! Bullshitter alert! Warning! Bullshitter alert! If there was any office I would run for, it would be president if I thought I could win. Because I think I, I think okay. um I would make I think I would make a good president. Well, um, you have a lot of bullshitter but, alerts going off on you, J. King. Because you're talking about John Beckman is bullshitting, uh, and then you'll read his comments America on me Monday. America yeah, I know how you get out. Under Donald Trump. So stop that. Can you see Jay, America, can you see Jay at a press conference been... putting reporters on mute? Everybody on <laughs> mute. He won't have no reporters in that motherfucker. I'm about to be on mute. I work. No. I, I'm, I, no, I wouldn't put people. Obviously, you guys don't know how I am in my professional. This is a radio show. In my professional business, I'm good. I'm good at mediating. I'm good at I'm good at solving problems. Who told you that? The people, or, or you told you that? That's what they told you what to say. Okay. That's why I'm putting your dumb ass on mute. <laughs> Malik said. Um, um, Malik said the borders are not protected under his leadership. They are coming here in droves, staying in five-star hotels across this country. They pull up in luxury buses and get vouchers to dine in five-star restaurants. Facts. Those are the resources. Five-star hotels? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They, um, America was never great. They've been um, doing that since the, the beginning of time, though. Um, you're right, um, Karen Massey. I like my life. The only time I would even put put the comfort, comfortability of my life um, in, in play is if I was running for president. Because I would, I would, I would run for president if I thought I could win. But I don't, I don't think I could, I could win the presidency. Was there but I think, if president I, did, I think if I did, I think I think I could speak to people. I don't change my my speech or my pattern or what I say based on who I'm in front of, and I think people know that about me. I think that's a, that's one of the reasons why people in business and and people I do business with um, respect me. Uh, John Beckman said, LES doesn't know this is entertainment. We say things for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> Obviously, John Beckman doesn't have sarcasm TV alert. Because if he did, he'd be, he'd be dead because the only way we could know if he had CTE is if he was just. Stop playing. You know that you're born smart, Jay. Glad to know you personally. Oh, Lorraine, that's very kind of you. You know your history. Well, you know Jay King. There was something you use something else, Jay. The recent hoopla surrounding Newsom is suspect. My prediction is that even if unpopular among some Democrats, I predict, um, I predict Biden is going to. Did she say going to be reelected? Um, 
we will send you to the White House with a mute button to shut the people who lie and BS. No, you wouldn't have to. I, I, I know how to do that. Um, um, he will then step down. Oh, so she's saying Biden is going to replace Kamala with Newsom on the ticket. He will win despite the polls. He will then stop, step down after pardoning Hunter, of course, and everything else is white noise. Now, you know what? That right there was now, and Renee Chapman has worked in, in the political field for a long time, but she said something. She said a, a, a mouthful. Mm-hmm. I said this too, Renee, that, if, that the only way Biden wins is if he uh, replaces Kamala with Newsom. The only way he wins is if he replaces Kamala with Newsom. He does that, he wins. Um, because nobody wants Kamala. Nobody. And I can see Biden stepping down and all that, or dying in office. We hey, need you to um, win. So, is it- Johnny D, a.k.a. <laughs> Professor Keone, can hide from the big bank wanting a business loan money back. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> Hey, does anybody think that RFK, if RFK RFK runs third party, do you think that's going to put kind of a damper on Joe's Um, chances even uh, more? You know what? Um, Karen said that Newsom has a lot of skeletons. Um, You know what, Karen? uh, They all got skeletons, and and Donald Trump has proven skeletons don't mean shit. Um, Andre Hendel said regarding the immigrants, the main issue that has to be addressed is the U.S. policy that directly leads to the mass exodus of these countries. You're absolutely right, um, Andre. I don't disagree. John Beckman said, "Can I at least get the applause button once, Jay, for being entertaining on this show?" Here you go, John. Um, Vertical said, "Biden doesn't Thank even you. know what year it is." Al um, Malik says, "They just put seniors out of a home so they could give the immigrants a place to stay." And they are now staying in the famous Roosevelt Hotel that the movie taker was filmed in, that shooting scene to be exact. Um, what else? Man, anything. Man, I got, I got so many. But most <laughs> of our people aren't paying this very serious attention. Um, you, all, you all have to vote. Hey, Dino Jonathan, good morning. You all have to vote. You, you, the black community can no longer be sidelined and in the stand participants. We have to vote. We have to. Um, we have to put money on the wood. That's why I support campaigns financially. We have to um, go out and walk with. Um, with different, um, we have to go out and walk with different candidates, and we have to vote. If we don't vote, shut the fuck up. Um, I'm about to get out of here, but before I do, today I'm staying a little late, but uh, this is the new Club Nouveau record um, with Brother Reverend Ali uh, doing doing a rap. This is uh, the new record that we have coming out at the first of the year. Let me know what you guys think. I see a lot of new people. 
The new club, new go record. Johnny Brown, Carter Davis, Yusef Kente, Brother Reverend Ali, Simi Braxton, Reese on the radio, Mushroom Fred, Big Charles, uh, Snitchy Smurf, uh, um, Potter, and Six Eyes telling you to get busy living. 
because you have enough time dying. If you guys want to look, tune into the third hour of power, you can call 515-605-9376, 515-605-9376, or you can go to thejkingnetwork.com and listen to them. They're pretty crazy. By the way, um, Brother Reverend Ali, Michael Nana Jordan said, Rev Ali put in work, though. You got some good stuff. Yeah, don't be cracking them jokes on me. For not of Jordan. He just said you did good. No, he's not. Like, you know what he's doing. King Network, where the people come together. That's a King Network, where the people come together.
and in-house suspension, this motherfucker walking around there with a gun, man, and you got to threaten the child, and you, uh, who's done the assessment for the that's child? Wait, that's the, the person that's get, doing the assessment, man, is just another human being that, okay, calm down. Well, it, I, think I listened to the attorney general the other day, man, and he said music is a great form of, like, you can use this as a learning tool, music. Where I'm yeah. I'm looking at, man, uh, the disconnect between the professional, the one that's doing the assessment that is putting our kids on drugs and medicating them, and they don't need that. you gotta, you got to figure out how to get to the kid and make them enjoy school. I didn't give a fuck about school because I didn't understand it. Nobody took out time to tell me that it was four blocks. Uh, it, it's, you know, a dollar has four quarters in it, ten dimes. You didn't, they didn't teach you how to enjoy it, so you fiddled. You fucked around. You made jokes and fucked off, and you didn't learn shit or either you was uh, uh, stereotyped to be uh, uh, a illiterate motherfucker that couldn't be taught. So you just had to make it. You had to make it. You had to. You had to work harder than the everybody else in order to be successful or to make a dollar. You didn't go to school because school wasn't for you. You didn't get shit out of school. But now let's right. get back to the person that's doing the test. They need it. They need it. A lot of people say, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, this is Fred. Fred, you did. Go ahead, You were listening. Hey, Fred. Uh, so a me, lot of people, Fred, I don't wanna... um, uh, just like you just, you, you jumped in there. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to get an argument started because, because man, this is some serious shit. Man, kids Fred, aren't even going out to the playground. Well, wait a minute. Let me finish. Kid, I'm telling you what I see. I, I, I don't know if you got kids, grandkids. I don't know if you know what this world is turning into. But you can't ride around. Uh, the police going to solve all your fucking problems. Like, police, police coming to get you. And now you're marching your kids up and down the, the fucking hallway with kids. I mean, with fucking uh, armed guards. With secu- that takes security, uh, and, and and then I'm listening to a teacher say, uh, if you don't do good, here, that's him. He's going to be here all day. Hold up, bitch. You you're not supposed to be doing that. So then I ask the other uh, staff. I say, um, why 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 do we need armed guards? I haven't seen a child. Well, Fred, it's it's because the system now we have all different children. All, when it, when we were coming up, she, she puts me in this. Uh, well, when we were coming up, there was a special class. Well, bitch, what you don't understand, I was in that special class. Now uh, they're in all the classes, and they're um, they're they're leading the other students astray. I have not seen uh, a child you that you need to pull it, that, that you need to pull out. They shut up. You ran it a minute ago, and you was the president. Now I come in, and I want to chime in, and you everybody's stupid so, except you. Listen to what I'm fucking saying. So Fred, and it's a the sick thing. thing. The, thing the about reason why it, Fred, your dumb ass is on mute. 
The reason why your dumb ass is on mute is because while you were talking, somebody was making noise, stupid. And what I did yeah, was told them to shut up so that they, so that they, so people could hear your dumb ass. So instead of your dumb ass saying thank you because you're stupid, you cuss, cuss at me, the motherfucker that's making sure your dumb ass can be heard. No, no, so, Pop, when I, I thought when he was I gone. I thought he was gone. I, I thought you know, Lazarus was gone. And now, now we got Ali. Now, now this motherfucker puts the ticket to it. So, Fred, here, here's That's why thing. both of you motherfuckers are gone. Because instead so, of listening yeah. to what the fuck I told your stupid ass, now instead you, you should be saying thank you to me. They were making noise when your stupid ass was talking. Nobody could hear what you were saying because somebody was going, dumb, dumb. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks, so whatever you you can't be the same shit you say we ain't supposed to be. Now you tell me. Uh, <laughs> he's muted. He's in a bubble. <laughs> Fred, it's, it's a different time. Continue, Fred. Continue. Uh, Potter, I'm looking at it. I know it's a different time, but we we got to do better, man. Don't say shit, we, Fred. We, he we gonna honestly got to do better, man, because the law. It's not the answer. And what I'm seeing, bro, I'm, I'm watching this shit, is that the, the people that are doing the assessment, the, and then you're putting the kids on fucking drugs, man, at an early age because you're lost, because you can't get them to figure out uh, the fun of, of learning. That you got to go back to the motherfucking, the adults, the, the educators. The system has to re- revamp the shit because we're not – you can't start learning like they did in the 30s, the 60s. You can't teach them like that anymore. The attorney general, the motherfucker that uh, that was over the COVID, all of it is to that, and medically and shit like that, this man said music is the way – is a good learning tool. It is. is a good the beat. Get the kids, get the get them flowing. Schoolhouse okay, Rock. Stop fucking locking them up yeah. in a fucking classroom and yelling at them on the on the square, on the square, lining them up, going to the bathroom, and they in that fucking building all fucking day with some uh, people with uh, misconceptions of black folks, y'all. Of black folks, they don't know what makes the Mexican groove. I'm sorry when I said black folks, because uh, my school is predominantly uh, Mexican, black, and a lot of white folks. This is a, a, mm-hmm. a young military town. You have this is the molting, the molting. I mean, the, the, the correlation of everybody. Okay. And then mm-hmm. they got it wrong, man. They got it wrong. They do not know how to get to these young children's hearts. And then you say that they're out of control or they they have a problem, and then you want to medicate them. And now you got the fucking police in there. I mean, the fucking well, police is the law. Okay, yeah, you right. can do that in Harlem or wherever, man. I ain't seen no kid that you got to pull a gun on or threatening every day with the law, bro. I don't see that in these children. Now that's I do right. not now, see it. Yeah, now that's not right. Now, if, now, if they're there to keep sickos out of there that's trying to harm the kids, that's why they would be needed. Now, somebody needs to write a curriculum 
you know, with music, and, and they help reach the kids. But and, and as far as the medicine goes, I, I did a show on this. I did a show on this. The, the, they're not necessarily the medicine. It's the drinks. It's the, the number dyes. When you get like a, a fruit drink and it says yellow, yellow number red or, or whatever kind of dye, it's the dye that they put inside the food that's messing these kids up. And also they did a study on the Kraft Macaroni Cheese Dinner, the American version, versus the Across the Pond. Now, the one across the pond didn't have the same effect, you know, as far as the uh, kids being, you know, um, affected by it. So it, it's the food that, that's being being. Uh, I understand that. I understand that. Yeah, that's, for diet. Though, uh, I, I understand, that's for everybody, though. That's for everybody, though. I understand the household size. diet. I understand the household six diet. Size. Okay, six. I understand that, and I appreciate six what size. you just said, but that's not what I'm yeah. talking about, six size. Yeah, I know you did, but that's all right. Go ahead, nigga. I, I, I took, I gave you nine Twinkie fingers back yesterday. Now I'm gonna have to give you the tenth one back, nigga. You back with ten Twinkie fingers, nigga. So let me give, let me give me a minute to talk something, y'all. Y'all ready? Let Fred rant. Fred, look. You know what? You think of me, Fred? You know you talk like a, a old person who who's been through a lot. And one one best for kids. I, I feel you. I applaud you. All that stuff you talk, Fred, I'm with you on that. I want you to want want be able to see kids in a different life. But let me tell you something. And this is the reality we live in. Fuck all that shit you talking about. But you got parents who don't give two fucks. And they send their kids with the same attitude that they don't give two fucks to school. And then they want teachers to deal with that shit. That's the reality we can fucking live in. That's the reality. All that shit. Everything you learn is from your own goddamn household. So, how you carry right, yourself uh, is what you learn from, what you care, what you learn, how you carry yourself is what you learn from home. How you respect people. How you talk to people. Fuck all that music shit. The music shit is the problem because the shit, the shit that people listen to now over the airwaves ain't positive. So you can talk all the music bullshit you want. Positivity don't ruin radio no more. It's like rappers used to say. We don't stay with conscious rappers no more because it don't sell. So get that shit out the fucking window. Get that shit out the fucking window. That shit ain't going to never fucking happen. If you're looking for something ever positive to make money, it ain't going to happen radio because they ain't going to make no motherfucking radio. So I like like you looking for utopia. I like that shit. So, 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 so. So wait, 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 okay, so uh, okay, any wait, tool, wait, wait, any stop. tool, no. any tool that can that can uh, enlighten the child to get the the child's uh, uh, attention. Stop, friend. You already you already talk. Let me finish and let me let, let me get my rant on and you me, Okay, hold on, you guys. No, oh my no, God, no, my God. I put I put both of these motherfuckers on mute. Let me explain to you guys. Wow. Like here, you. Jay. They they do this all the time. We, this is the good part. I know. I know. No, let me not. tell you guys. That's why. Let me tell you guys how radio works. Radio works like this. One guy makes a point. Another guy comes in. He, 
he counters that point. Somebody else may want to join in and say, I'd like to say something, and then they say something. And then the person who started it, they get to come back and say something, and maybe a, a, a fourth person comes in and wants to say something. But you guys have right, to learn a rebuttal. how to share the microphone. So, Fred, this ain't the, uh, the, the Freddie Mushroom show. This is the third hour of power where motherfuckers get to, everybody get to have sharing the power. So, um, let, 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 you know, don't, you guys. We like them the arguing on Friday, Jay. We, we, we like this no, shit. This no, is the hour of power. Oh, Beckman, that's, you don't like nobody thank, going thank, at you again. Thank, 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 thank you for uh, uh, giving me some good information. Thank you. All right. So, so, um, um, Charles is making a point. Then John Beckman, you sh- you can say what you want to say. And I thought you else said you was going to read, man. I, I am, but I'm, I'm helping. I see you guys need help with radio. This is I'm part. Like, let us enjoy ourselves. Why are you coming over here being daddy all the time? Don't worry about it. At least sound okay. tender. You sound tender. You you tender, nigga. Very tender. I'm going to show you how tender I am, nigga. Don't let me go get on the board. And, nigga, y'all going to be calling Daddy J. Y'all going to call Daddy J. Watch. Nigga going to really come over here talking shit. You want me to get on the board, nigga? They don't have to call me. You know, I'm on the board. They don't have to call me. I I haven't hung up. I'm on the board. Yeah. You you hear the shit they talking? Go ahead and finish. He said you were tender. You finish, big diaper. Uh, are you going? You you like when they abuse me, huh? That's how you get out, Jay. You see, part of Canadian model over talking mess. He talking shit, Jay. He popping over the fucking mouth. Canadian model. I didn't. That's I what I'm saying. Go ahead and finish. Canadian. Go ahead and finish. That's what I'm saying. I mean, let me empty your diaper first. But that ain't radio, Jay. How come? What powder? What powder? Could Kente do? That's not radio. Go ahead and finish, Charles. Hey, look, but, but Fred, to your point of guns in school, I, I'm against that at a certain level. But I can tell you, I have a relative through my wife, right? This kid has been in trouble since the age of 10. Now, did he learn that from the school system? Because the school system enticed that? He has an ankle bracelet at the age of 12 on his ankle. And my son, when I can't accept, I said, son, there are certain people I just can't get you to mingle with. I'm sorry. They're trying in schools to even find ways to fix some of these kids. They try to co-mingle the good kids with the bad kids at the table. And what causes trauma is my son was actually growing up in that same situation where he got phone calls where he was like, no, he's done such that. And he, my, my son had to sit down and have a talk to him. And we found out that they moved him to this a table with a bunch of disgruntled kids to try to fix the situation. And so when we had a meeting with the teacher to find out, said, well, yeah, we're trying to find ways to influence some of the kids who are not learning to learn like the other kids are learning. No. Well, if you notice the problem kids, don't mix them with those people who you know they're going to, they're going to cause more problems. So my kid is now being in, in a trap of something he might not even be doing because he's always the good stuff for the bad. It's the parenting. It's, it's, it all starts from home. You knew as a kid, if you started some shit, you had to go deal. If you had both parents, like my dad, my dad was a bricklayer. My dad fucking had big, fat fingers. He was a, he was a big fucking, 
18 ring back in my young days. Sharp, and he ain't need no belt. He slapped the God Jesus out you. So I knew I had to go home and deal with that. When your parents put lightning and fear in your ass, you don't go home and deal with that. You don't want that trouble. So you don't go to school and start no trouble. You try to go to the world and start no trouble. But you do some shit, and you understand there's going to be consequences. But at a certain point, you know as you keep building those consequences up, it's going to get worse and worse for you at home. You're going you're gonna, right, you're gonna to bend it over. Uh, right, Charles, let's keep but no, it at I'm just saying, man, hold, up, hold, up, hold up. At the end, at the end, it all starts from home. It all starts from home. You can't do it at home. It ain't going to happen. All right, let I us know when you finish Frederick Douglass-ass nigga. Right. God damn. Shut your you ass up. I don't even know why you here, white yeah, boy. Hey, don't you worry about it. I Fuck out of here. To you know, punk ass. We don't give a shit about nothing you got to say, nigga. We just got to talk all over you, nigga. Shut your motherfucking ass up. That's just so clean ass Go ahead, John Beckman. What do you want to say? Fuck John, that bitch-ass nigga. Uh, uh, this, this, this whole diatribe began because um, uh, Fred mm-hmm. was talking about teaching music in school, and I agree with that, him. No. No, he started off with guns. No, he started, it started off with guns. It started off with guns in school. Let me clarify something. Let me clarify this part. I, I, I said music could be it, what the attorney general said Sunday night or Sunday, uh, Saturday evening, that music was a good learning tool. Tool, uh, right, right. And, uh, and I agree uh, with and, you. But now, 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 not just, you know, I think your your child goes to performing arts. I mean, there's there's football. There's, I mean, we got to figure out something, man. It don't just necessarily have to be music. I'm just saying, you know, then I think that, okay, we did have an officer well, no, at my no, school. No, 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 and the reason I – and why I'm okay, saying Okay, excuse me, just let me finish. Let me finish. Let me let me just finish. Now I, I think about me, it. I'm okay, sorry. I was a crossing guard. I was a crossing guard, and then we did have uh, 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 a police officer there, but he he interacted with us. He, he didn't even act like a police. He was just a, a friend. Uh, it was a dare program, and we we had the crossing guard. We would come out, uh, Elsa Wiedemann, and we would have these. Then I had Officer Pete. Uh, as a uh, as a as a as a as a something at the school, so they Fred, did have a cop. That was a nineteen motherfucking hundreds. You got a whole new kid out here. <laughs> Cut it out. Quit t- like. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so I do remember. <laughs> I so it shouldn't shock me that the cops are there. It shouldn't shock me that the cops are there. Okay, that I'm me. back. Okay, I'm back. That's I'm what back. Charles okay. is saying. You sound like an old person. You Jay, like you can't come over here doing this to people. Jay, calm down. Jay, you, you, you can't you come can, over here messing with folks. Jay, uh, we deal with we deal with uh, this this brother here, uh, mutinous. You can't y'all can't fuck the soul for uh, both of y'all in one show, okay? Uh-oh. You know, we got the mute button, and then we got you telling us what we can say and think. God damn it, this is the third hour of power. Uh, let me say something, Fred. I agree with take you. Take a nap. Go right? take a shower. Lathers, go lather your ass down. Play with your rubber ducky. You know, and when I was in high school, math was my worst subject. But then I learned, and my football coach, I, I learned mathematics by using football. 
I did everything by seven and six. I, you know, see, I agree with what you're saying. The principle of what you're saying is use something that kids are are uh, aware of that can help them. Right. Because we're losing. Good, I, I agree with you wait. too, Fred. There needs to be more innovative uh, teaching. Techniques. Right. We're losing. Yeah. We're losing. We're losing big time. You know. Y'all. You we, know. We're no, I think you no. Know, the problem is, and I'm gonna tell you something. That every kid doesn't learn a thing. You can believe that every that's the, that's the thing that you know every kid can become a doctor. Remember they tell you you can be a doctor, you can be a lawyer. No, you everybody can't be everybody can't do it because everybody don't learn the thing. That's why there's sometimes some kids learn on some hands on shit. Now everybody could probably be a bricklayer. There's a kid who go to school and they could teach him all the ins out of basics, and he don't learn shit. But if you get him on a job site and get him a, a, a journeyman, somebody was, I mean, make him a journeyman and put him in front of somebody and teach him bit by bit, he might become the best journeyman, the best journeyman that's ever been taught ever in, in, in masonry, going through Mason. He come to Mason. And you're, and you're right. right. That's, that's, the the high school. that's what, that's so what we're saying. That's what we're saying. No, no, but I'm saying to you is that that's going back to the music thing. That's going back to music. And that can't be, right. the, and you're that right, can't be the insight of everything. That can't be the insight of everything. But he didn't but say it was. Is, no, listen, no, but I'm, I'm just saying, I'm making a point. I'm not saying he's wrong all the, all the way. The way the music is going now, look up all the names of all the rappers now. There are no great names, Chopper, whatever. Uh, uh, everybody has some game affiliated ties. Well, well, hold on now, but hold on now. Reverend Ali's coming. Shit. Wait, wait, and, 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 and Ali, I love okay. that. Do your thing. But you see, the market is saturated with so much gangster crap. That kids do it. And there's, listen, I had a friend of mine who just went to Memphis, right? He took a ride to Memphis. He said, man, I go in the daggone gas store. Kids come in there bawling all laughing. He said, man, I'm trying to find out what they're laughing about. They're laughing because somebody just got carjacked in the doggone gas station. And he's like, man, what the hell is this world coming to? That's where we at in this life. Regardless of how you want to feel like it, that's the kids that are making kids. That's where we at. No respect. There's, listen. We even have our situation down here. That's why I tell you, everybody, the French Quarters ain't for everybody. It don't go down the French Quarters. It ain't that serious. I don't even go down there. They have a Mother's Day uh, celebration, right? And then one kid is chasing another kid through the quarters, and he rings out a shot of fire. Don't even hit the kid he after, but he kills 10 people in the process. I'm telling you, this world is off the chain, and there are parents out there who know their kids are out there doing wrong and leave them in the house with, uh, to be okay. How many, how many parents do you hear in the news when a kid comes to Well, yeah, like 100 the kids parents, in Philadelphia the, parents, the other night. No, listen, listen, wait, wait. How many, how many parents do you hear who actually send their kids in, call the police and say, hey, yeah, come get him. He's right here. You don't hear that. That's not something being reported. That's not something that's, that's being televised. That's not something that's being done. There's very few reports that are being done. That's where we're at in this world. Regardless of how you guys like it or not, it's the parenting. It's, it's all about the parenting. All about it. Yeah, but there's got to be some also, remedy for it, right? Charles, Listen also, when I, I was I'm in with high you school. On the As a, when, go ahead. Go ahead when, when I was in high school, my brother-in-law was a contractor. So every day after school, after I got home after school, football practice, he would go out, we would go out to the yard, and we would do a construction project. But who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. 
And then well, let him finish, Ali. It's, it's it's a good way to learn. Shut up, nigga. Who can you, you ain't running nothing either. Your powder mouth, motherfucker. I am running. I'm Shut running. Your don't, ass don't, up. Taking over for Ali, you. Go don't ahead. Be so Go ahead. Tender. Go ahead. Because he would put a tape measure in my hand, and that's where I learned about fifths and eighths. We don't care about how the white man grew up at this point, nigga. What happened to you, nigga? Is not gonna fix this. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm done. Go go ahead, John. Go ahead. I put his ass on mute. Finish, John. I put him on mute for a reason because I'm tired of that shit. If somebody's making a point, quit with all this other bullshit, Ali. He's talking. He ain't doing nothing against you. Quit being ugly to somebody just for nothing. Go ahead, John. And I was just making a simple point is that every day I had that tape measure in my hand, I was learning something. You know, I didn't know, okay, what is uh, five and an eighth or what is five and three eighths? You know, I, I, that, that wasn't so much stuff I was getting in high school, even though I was getting some of it, but it, but it helped me learn math better because I was terrible at math. So not just being in school is the, is the only solution to learning. You have to get out there and get a fucking tape measure in your hand. Like a two-by-four is not really four inches. It's three and three-quarter inches. I didn't know that until I ever put a tape measure in my hand. Go ahead. Yeah, and I think that's where the innovative innovative teaching has to come in, new ways of of teaching these subjects in these courses. Um, Yeah. No, I think it's – I think – you know what? And I'm going to say this. I think sometimes it's okay for kids to be evaluated to see what they are. And I'm going to tell you, just like, you know, some people are never built for college. And some kids are being sold dreams that you can go to college and do it. And you go and try. But some people need help. And those people don't actually get it. And then when they cry out for it, they still can't see it. So what I'm saying to you, to you people here is that it's a little bit more than what everybody else is saying. And unless there's a, a, a sometimes they need, they need a choir of people to actually help me get along. There was a guy when I had I got in high school, his name was Bob. Man, I couldn't get this algebra two for nothing in my life. And this guy, he, he's teaching blah blah blah. Man, Bobby sat there and he said, You look, I'm not trying Uh-oh. to tell you to get what you teach the teacher taught you, but I'm telling you forget it. Can I and let me show you I'm sorry to inter- I'm sorry to interrupt. Can I give you guys some breaking news? There's an arrest that's been made in Tupac Shakur's 1996 murder. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just reading that. Okay. Is that he, where Ali he went? He taught me stuff. Nah, he, uh, he down the gym. I put him on mute or whatever. Uh, but anyway, he, he, taught me, he taught me a different way. No, nah, I ain't no mute, nigga. I'm right way. here, nigga. In powder, I'm going to slice your neck, nigga. In Canada. There's going to be an arrest. <laughs> I thought they came and picked you up for that, Ali. <laughs> No, no, okay, they're going to pick me up Charles. for you. They're picking me ahead, up for you. You won't be able Ollie, to say, pick I'm me up for Ali, where were you on September 13th, 1996? None of your motherfucking business, nigga. Okay. I know I saw a wheelchair rolling around in the background after that, too. Anyway, go ahead, Charles. I think. <laughs> I'm going to roll around on this board. I'm going to roll around on this board and mute. That's what I'm going to do. I don't think you can do it today, Cuddles. I mean, I got no, the cold. No. I, don't, I ain't scared of lathers. Nah, man, you guys, it, it's great that you want to look for different ways and everything, but 
it takes the parent number one to recognize that the child can't do it. Look, when we um, when my son was going through school and me and my wife were trying to figure out the new method, they were trying to teach the kids. Man, my son got in that room and did it on his own. I mean, should every kid do that? No, I'm not saying that. And I'm not even trying to preach that every kid should be able to do it on his own. Because I'm going to tell you, I probably wasn't able to do it. We have ways to, to find ways to get things. things electronics and, and, and the web has allowed different ways for us to start learning different things, teaching us even how to code, how to surf the web. Kids become hackers by going through the web. I'm just saying, but everybody can't become a hacker. Everybody can't grab their attention. But if you could spark something and find the interest of that kid, hey, you might you might find a winner in something else besides being a, a big genius. You know, you got kids who make A's all through school, and in the end, don't turn out to be nothing. So don't say it's all about the grades. It's not about the grades. You know, I don't think we've mentioned grades, but um, I think you're saying the same thing nope. we're saying is that there needs to be an assessment of each child as they go through the system and innovative ways of teaching them, especially the core courses, right? But they're all going to end up in different places just based on the assessment. Um, there was a kid here who I met him. I met him briefly because he came into my nonprofit one time. He 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 couldn't. He got out of high school. Didn't have any direction. He couldn't keep a job. He kept getting fired from jobs. It just wasn't him. But one of the things that he did was he was always online. He was always on TikTok and Instagram and sporting new gear. And he had a lot of followers. And one day a manufacturer called him and said, "Hey man, we want to." contacted him and wanted him to sport one of their, you know, some of their clothes because he had a lot of followers. He takes these fly pictures like in front of this Jeep. He has a Jeep that's painted like bright green, and he takes pictures of him in clothes, you know, like young people do. And um, the manufacturer told him, hey, do you, you realize you can make your own gear, right? Dude is killing it now. Three years after, he's making so much money. Like, he... <laughs> He's on YouTube. He's just, he's just making a lot of money because he hustles. And he, he admits. He says, look, I, I was meant to do this. I was meant to run my own business and, 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 and make money and hustle this way. He said, I'm unemployable anywhere else. I can't do it. I think he made $57,000 in his first two months after he had his first drop. The young kids went crazy over it and bought it. That's like crazy. So and he's just been killing it ever since. And he says, I'm unemployable. I can't work for anybody. This is what I do. He said, I'll do this all day and night. He said, I'll stay up 24 hours to do this. He said, I love this. He said, you know, everybody has a different, everybody has a different journey. Everybody has a different journey. And you're right. Mm-hmm. But that's where the assessment comes in to try to figure out where each individual fits. Some will go to college, some will have a trade, and some will do like this guy did. I mean, he just, that was his thing. He loves it. He can market, he can market like crazy online. His, his, you could be his a superpower is being able to market on social media like crazy. And um, you not are, he's, not very, he's doing very, very well. Like, I agree with Potter. Not everybody is built to work. Um, not everybody is built to do anything. Wait, um, Jay. I, I, 
Yeah, I can't. I couldn't work for no, nobody. No, go ahead, Jay. Go ahead, Jay. Right. Yeah, no, I'm saying I, I, I agree with you. I, I, I don't. I'm no. I'm not built to work for people. I've always. I've, I've never. I didn't get. I didn't. When people were in high school, getting jobs, I couldn't get a job. I was. I was unemployable. So I. So I danced. I was a popper. I used to dance in contests and stuff like that. My my mindset was different. Yeah. Jay, was that because you didn't want people to tell you what to do? Yeah, I, I don't know what I don't know what it was, John. I, I, I guess that was part of it, but I think um, it, I wasn't interested. Um, right. So I wasn't, I wasn't, let me ask you a question, Jay. Let me ask you a question. Did that, but did that empower you to strive to do other things? If I, you can find different avenues to make more money, though, didn't you, right? What, what do you mean? Did it empower me? What? No. What empowered me? You mean like did, did was, force did, did own personal move saying I can't work for nobody, so I need to find ways now to make other avenues make money. No, you try. No, because you don't. Because you don't know. You don't know. You you learn it as you go. So I worked for Fairview Community Schools when I was in Alaska. I was in the Air Force for a year. I get kicked out of the Air Force. Then I'm in Alaska. When I'm in Alaska. Um, a guy named Tony Knowles is running for mayor, and they need somebody to hang up posters. They're paying eight, nine dollars an hour. I start hanging up posters. While I'm there, a, 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 a reporter in a truck come by, and a news reporter, and they say, "Why are you, why are you um, volunteering for Tony Knowles?" Well, I'm getting paid, but I say because Tony Knowles is the right person for mayor. He's going to do good for young people. And I say a couple other things. And all through the day, from that morning to that night, all the way to the next morning, I'm on all the news channels. This is what this young man had to say about Tony Knowles. So Tony Knowles calls me into his campaign office and says, how did you know not to say you were getting paid? And then he says, when I, when I become mayor, I'm going to put you on the commission on you. And that's what he did. And then Vic Fisher put me in state affairs committee. What I was open to was any possibility, but I, couldn't, I didn't work for people a regular job. And I never stayed at any job any length of time because that's not what I was built to do. I was built to be creative. That's what I was built to do. Right. If I didn't do anything creative, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a fulfilled life. I mean, could you imagine and, yourself and working in a factory, Jay? No way. No. And that's Doing where the, the same is, thing Jay. over and over again. You know. The, the, can I say something? Fortunes are made like that. They're not made by going along usually with the status quo. Only a few people can make go there and make a fortune. All the fortune is to be made outside of that. Like in music and entertainment mm-hmm. and social media, like that's where the fortunes are, are you know, can be made. Yeah, nobody's going to make let a me fortune say, working on a job. Let me yep. say something uh-huh. contrary to what Jay was just saying. I worked for people here. I worked in the casino business. I had to have people hire me to work for them. But I had to be a casino host because I couldn't sit behind a desk eight hours a day just doing paperwork or pushing a pencil. I needed to get out there and socialize with people. That was my forte. 
was talking to people. So I understand what he's saying about not working for anybody. But when I talk to people, the people that I work for didn't tell me what I had to say. I just let my own being be and say what I had to say based on what was in front because, of me. Because, John, you were natural to that environment. That was a natural environment for you. And exactly. it wasn't work for you. And a lot of people that do jobs that they love is not work for them because they love it. I love the work I do. So it's not my work. Day, because right. I love and, my, and my days flew by. I was like, holy shit, it's time for me to go home. I, I have no I idea. Like Any? I'd like to say something. You know, I, I was really fortunate when I went to school because – uh, as I look back, not now, but I've, I've said this throughout the years, I went to school with ball players. I mean, they, these guys got, they were artists, like Jay does what he do for a living. Uh, I'm talking about people that could draw, people that could play musical instruments, people that could, I'm talking about football, baseball. I mean, Everybody I was just surrounded around rich play. culture, man. Excuse me, Jay. Just let me say what how I want to say it. I'm just saying everybody went. To, you act like you're the only one went to school with those. No, we I, no, 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 no. But I went to school around successful people, man, that has made it their lives that at least were drafted into the NBA. They are professional ball players. Theodore Brown could throw a rock, man, and the, uh, him and Lee Williams should have been professional but they could throw a rock and knock a bird out of the fucking air but they didn't nobody channeled their they got kicked out of school and ended up doing stupid shit like me and nobody came and saved them like you came saved me and had my back that's what i'm saying also what i'm saying is back to the original conversation we got the man get up get up in these schools i mean because man this is our future guys this is our future your grandkids you talk about uh, Jay running for president, but these kids are, are, are suffering right now. They want the, the tennis shoes. They want the, everything. And and this what's what's so opportunity is here yeah, right Fred, now. You could be whatever Fred. you want to be. Yes, Fred, sir. let me ask you yes, a question. Sir. What do you know about the uh -huh. teachers here? The kids, uh, I I got have some no, of my tech goes into it. What do you know? To the retirement what system. What do you know? What no? What do you know about the teachers' union? The teachers' union, the Texas teachers' union. I belong to it. I don't know anything about it other than they okay, take seven percent out of my check every other okay. uh, every other month. <laughs> and when I when I quit this job, when I quit this job, I'll have Texas um, TTCLC or something like that. What? what, what why okay, do you ask that you about the, Let me let me because the teach because a lot of the things that you're talking about, the teachers' union control. A lot of things that you – do you know one day I wanted to paint Grant High School because I hated the way it looked. But because of the union, I couldn't have non-union. It had to be union people that did it. That's part of their union. And, and so when it comes to curriculum, you can't, you can't put an innovative curriculum in a school because the teachers' union don't allow it because they create the curriculum. So a lot of what you're talking about is, um, I don't know who said it, but somebody said, um, and I want to say it was Big Charles, your pie in the sky, your dream. It's a dream. 
because you don't understand the system. And this is the tough part, and this is where the conversation gets tough for everybody. There are systems in place that limit us. There are systems in place today that are socialist-like. And if you've never been to a socialist country, um, you might want to go visit one so you can understand. So people say, yeah, in socialist countries, but everybody gets health care. Everybody has a place to stay. Everybody, everybody is, is the same, and that's, that's the working class. Nobody gets a leg up. And I promise you it's a dreary life that anybody with innovation and creativity and, and any kind of explosive thoughts, they, they would kill themselves before they live in that kind of society. Yeah, because you become stagnant. And that's what we're creating here. And so what you're seeing from young people is that stagnation because from the time they walk into a schoolhouse, they they're being socialized. They're being limited. They're being stagnated. The, the, the beautiful thing about me going to school and you going to school is Miss Watson in the third grade recognized that I learned different from everybody else, so much so that she allowed me to be as imaginative as I wanted to be. So um, I love Miss Watson. She She's my third grade teacher. I take her to lunch sometimes now because she allowed me to be with That's not what we have here today. It's not, a, it's not the world we live in. So right. when you say we it's ought to go in, I can't, yeah, that's, I can't go into a school because you invite me and say, look at Mr. J is here because I got to go through the principal's office. I, I got to go through the, the, this whole process. I have to go and then, um, based on then I, they got to know what I'm going to talk about. I can't talk about different freedoms and creativities because that's not what the curriculum adhere, it doesn't it doesn't adhere to the curriculum. And you're a hundred percent right. I always that's why right, teachers. When I when I went to, to Zuccotti Park for Occupy Wall Street and I asked that question and people thought that I was attract, attacking teachers, I made that point that says, you know, if you're a young black kid who went to school, have you ever experienced where the teacher said it doesn't matter whether or not you pass or fail, I still get a check? Imagine any business model that worked that way, right? right. Where it didn't matter whether or not the product passed or failed, you still get a check at the end of the day. That's the union protecting the workers from no matter what the results are that they get. You can have a 16% graduation rate and you, gotta, you have job security. So how does that incentivize people to make the kids better if you're going to get paid no matter whether or not they pass or fail? The teachers union in a lump sum. So if you see these kids All like right. Baltimore, re- watch, watch that Baltimore project that they're doing now where none of the kids are passing or proficient in math. No high school has a kid proficient in math. The reason why is because the teachers' union is never going to be held accountable. No, you're right. You're right, Reese. Because when I worked at Palms, I got paid a hundred thousand dollars salary. But boy, did I look forward to every quarter where I would get a six thousand dollar bonus if I met my numbers in that quarter. But if I didn't meet my numbers, I wasn't getting that bonus. But that bonus was important to me, so that's why I strive to get that bonus. 
So no, that's, not, that's, not that's not the same. That's not the same. That's not the same. That's not the same. You're trying to get kids to well, learn. I'll tell you what's the same. No, I'll tell you what's the same, Everybody, everybody. It was the same. John came on his head. John came on here and said that he was bad at math. No, but the, no, but the reason why you said not the same is because you're trying to correlate uh, to to um to a young person. What he's saying is what he learned as a young person translated as he got older to what to incentives how what cre- what what he used to create um his um his work ethic. He wanted to reach his numbers. He wanted to get the bonus, but if you're not teaching young people at a at an early age that you got to work for what you want, when they get older, they're not going to know how to work for what they want. It was never taught to them. Exactly. Of course, it correlates. Um, but that go back to that go back to what I was saying. Listen, but that go back to what I was just saying to you, Jay, and everybody on here. But if you're not getting it at home and somebody's not instilling to you at home. How are you going to – John, next question. What was your house like? What kind of parents did you have when you, when you were growing up? It's not – because Charles – a lot of kids didn't get it at home, but because they got – because they had a teacher oh, or somebody or a counselor or, or, or a mentor Lord, Lord. that they loved that, that, sorry, that, 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 that helped them. I know you, because you don't know – because – look. He was um, looking at some ads. I grew up – yeah, I know. But that's why I'm putting his ass on mute because you motherfuckers don't know how to just how to put yourselves on mute and shit when you when shit and and just stop the noise. That's why you motherfuckers on mute. So when God damn it, I was, what was the point? What I was getting ready to make? I hate that. You were talking about. You were thinking about. I could try to get a bonus and get paid no matter what. Okay, no, that's not right. you, John. You, that's not what I'm talking about. I was start, getting ready to make a point. What was I getting ready to make? What, what, what was I going to say, um, Mitchie? I thought that you were speaking to learning from home and also learning from oh, your environment know. outside the no, home. Yeah, right. Because Big Charles is saying it starts at home. It don't always start at home. I, could you guys put yourselves on mute because you guys got noise and then speak and take yourself off mute when you want to speak? My dad, my my dad was was okay. One of you motherfuckers, okay, y'all. I see you motherfuckers don't want to do what I ask you to do, so I'm gonna do the shit for you. Cause you motherfuckers, yeah, somebody's motherfuckers. making noise. That's why. That's why I got everybody. Shit. Now, my dad was not a great dad when I was growing up. I lived with my dad, and so. What what you're talking about, Charles, is not true. I didn't get what I needed at home. I didn't live with my mom. I lived with my dad. It was just me and him, and he he was drunk a lot. And um, my dad wasn't happy with his life. And I was basically on my own. You will call people, you talk to Greg Horsley and people like that, and they'll tell you that they thought I was grown as a kid because. I would because I could do what they couldn't do. I could be out anytime, every time because I was um because I was by myself. My dad would come. Sometimes my dad wouldn't come home. So no, you don't. I I didn't get it at home. But Mr. Mack was a great teacher for me. Mr. Mack would 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 sometimes give me a couple of dollars. 
Mr. Mack would tell me how talented I was and and not to quit. Um, I had this other teacher. I can't remember her name. She was my French. She was a French teacher, and she used to say, "These guys." She's talking about me, and she was telling me how smart I was and how I how I cheated myself. She teach you how to French kiss. <laughs> That's why you're dumb. I always, That's why you're dumb. I always, I always ask the question about why is it that these people are against school choice? Because again, the objective is if the if the schools are competing for your student, like any other business, right? The success rate of how they do with your with your student is based upon who goes back to the school, right? The parent can go, hey, this school is not teaching my, my, my kid can't pass math. My kid's not proficient in reading. If they're not doing the job that they're hired to do like any other business, what would you do if you were going to a place that didn't serve the best food? You go to another place. It should be an open market. Yep. But when the, school, when, when, the, when the market is controlled by one entity, and that is the teacher's union, and they have to – in New York City, J. King, in order to fire a teacher, it takes five years, and you have to pay them while they sit in what's called the rubber room. You have to right. pay Listen, them while they, they never teach a class in the rubber well, room. They had teachers here – they had a teacher here that had been sexually molesting kids for 14 years. Mm. They finally oh were God. able to arrest him after 14 years. So mm. – so no, so so when people say so, no, it's not. You know, you find it, Charles, where you find it. Of all the things that I was around, I never been high, never drank, never smoked, never did drugs, none of that. And a lot of it had to do with. And, and my dad was my dad drank and smoked and smoked weed. My dad quit smoking and drinking when he was 40 years old. You come on, Mr. Bridges? Are you talking California? You know, King, let me say to your point, I'm going to give you the the Inspire thing, and I'm going to agree with you on that. Because my son, when he uh, finally was inducted into, uh, when he finally got into the school art class that he's in for computer design art, he gave me a lot of credit for a lot of stuff, you know, and I'm, I figure oh, I worked 18 years overnight. The only thing I could say to my son every day was, have a good day at school, son. I'll see you in the morning. That was the only two things that I always say to my son until the weekend came. That's the only time. And I, and I slept like that even on my off days. So I would never, ever see him ever. And then when I finally took the supervisor position job and he was able to catch light of me and, um, for a moment, I had to go back overnight to do some stuff. And uh, I told him, I said, look, I'm going to be overnight for a couple of weeks. And he, he's like, you're going back to work overnight? I never understood how much an influence I was to him. And I still don't give myself all the credit that he gives me. And I said, look, you did it all. All I was here is a tool to help express your creativity to do whatever you want to do. I said, I take care of the bills. You take care of school. And my son has been not only try to have been stopped through school systems from being able to be creative, but I've always pushed them to say, man, look, do what you feel like you want to do in life. 
And I've always told him to follow his dreams. I never told him he can't be this, he can't be that, and I've done that. But I think, I and this is my opinion, and I just want y'all to give me your opinion. I think I, I, I sometimes hinder him and give him that, that, that open mind. But he has created his creative senses, and uh, I mean, he's like, he's got so many aspirations to be so many things, you know. Now he's he's gotten to this, this art program, and then they just recently made him ambassador of of the school. He's like, Dad, I'm, they made me an ambassador, and I'm I'm like happy for him, but I'm like, you know, it's when when you when you open that present you always wanted, and and you popped our dream, the next kid can't be excited the way you are because they don't understand the gift like you feel, but you know, and. I think maybe he might have some to my agreement, but my, the way I was brought up, because my dad was kind of real hard on me coming up, and I, I, I really did grow up kind of hard on my parents. But uh, yeah, I always want my child to have the best. Hard, listen, my dad was hard on me. My dad used to whoop my ass. You know what I didn't do? I Ooh, never whooped my too. kids. But so you don't have to. Me neither. Be I didn't. What you know? Yeah, yeah but, but you but then, but then you go against yourself by saying maybe it's because my dad was hard on me. No, that's who you are. You get to ch- you get to choose how you're going to interface with your ch- with your children. You get to choose mm. how you're going to interface with this life. Nobody, you know, my dad Bridges was a tough man, but he made me a tough man. I, you know, I don't I don't scare easy. I don't worry about people <laughs> like that. But the point I'm making right. is, but my kids. Uh, my kids are nothing. My boys are nothing like me. My 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 boys are wonderful, wonderful guys who who are probably better than me in every way you can be better than a person. In. And that's my job. If I'm not making my kids better, I'm not doing my job. Mm-hmm. That's our job. Our job is to make our kids better than us. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. You know, so you got to, but, but you don't, it, it's not for you to take on, you know, my dad raised me based on the way he was raised and then the things that he extrapolated from him to raise his kids. I raised my son the way my dad raised me and the things I extrapolated from him. So I was hard on my boys in the sense that, you know, you ain't going to just lay around my house. You ain't going to be living with me in no, at no 18. You, you know, you, you're going to get you a job. If your ass go to jail, don't ask, don't think I'm going to bail you out. If you go to jail, you're going to stay in jail. <laughs> but, but what I didn't do is I didn't, I didn't make my kids fight other kids. You know, I didn't, I don't whoop my kids. So you show, you showed them, you showed them tough love. Like you were taught. You know, not like I was taught because mm-hmm. my dad made Not quite. Right. Look, my son. My dad was, my, my son has. My dad will whoop your ass. Yeah, fair. No, I'm just saying my dad will whoop your ass. He 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 go take your ass in the garage. Shit, it's all over. But. Yeah, my mm-hmm. dad said when he said the word pot, then you was in trouble. But you know, uh, he's 11th grade now. He takes two classes a day. I told him, I said, boy, if if I had two classes and went home. My daddy said, partner, I don't know what you're doing, but you're going to just sit around this house all day. You're going to find you a job or something to do because you ain't just going to be in this house. 
that's that. You know, he should have a job. <laughs> my, my, but if my son had two classes a day, he would have a job, or he'd be going to he'd be going to to junior college. But you're not sitting around my house all day. Well, you think oh, that's exactly, exactly what happened class. to me. I, like I said, after I went to school and football practice, I went to work with my brother-in-law. And if that meant working Saturday and Sundays, I did that. Yeah, I was unloading um, unloading buildings, close, uh, closing down buildings in the middle of the night. That was my job. It started at 14. I was picking heavy shit up for a long time. Long time. Long time. But I think I think it's you know, I I tried to change um uh, I didn't go up on approach my dad was and I and I teach my son different not the same road that I went down to. Man, my dad he'll bust your ass two seconds for nothing. It it, it ain't taking much. You know, um, and we had three three of us in the house, but I got I got it all. You know, um, I think I don't give him the tough love that I got, and uh, my son see how I interact with certain people, and even my family members they don't they don't try to come at me certain ways because they know they're gonna get a fight. And my mom told me one day she said, "Son, you know you got a little crazy in you, huh?" I say, my, you know, as long as you don't fuck with me, I'm all right. My, excuse my life. That's the way it is. You good until you. They say, nah, son. Keep going, fuck you know, with even, me. You know, even. I was going to say, even my brother in law who raised me, because my parents were, weren't there to raise me, it was my sister and my brother in law. And he had a construction company. He built metal buildings like airplane hangers and things like that. Man, every Saturday, I was told, Johnny, you got to go out and clean the trucks. And he had like 15 trucks, you know, for his company. I'd be out there for 12 hours every Saturday cleaning these fucking trucks so that when their employees came back on Monday to go to work, these trucks were clean. The only thing that saved me during that time was, I don't know if you guys remember Casey Kasem in the morning, and I would turn the key on halfway and listen to the radio. Mm -hmm. But I'd be listening to Casey Kasem. And, uh, you know, his Saturday hits or whatever it was called. Uh, but, you know, doing even shit like that makes you appreciate That was an AM channel, huh? I, that was I didn't, channel, paid wasn't for it. I didn't get paid for doing it. It was, yeah, Casey Kasem. I didn't get paid for doing that. It was just a chore I had to do. I hated it. I was like, God damn, it's all. And my buddy, hey, John, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, I'm working today. I can't go with you. I can't go shoot shooting. <laughs> You know, I, I can't go hunting with you guys. I got, I got to clean the truck. You were making money. No, no, I, I, no, no, I wasn't getting paid for it. He wasn't it making was money. He said it was a chore. He said it was a chore. It was a chore. You was earning his keep. John, you was earning his keep. John, right? Yeah, I was earning my keep. John, you was a hunter. You was a hunter. Yeah, I mean, well, we would go bird shooting, you know, because I lived in Central California, so we'd go up to Big Sur. And go bird shooting, quail shooting, things like that. Or my buddies had ranches. They shoot skeet out on the ranch. Um, but no, that I wasn't getting paid for that. That was just my chore. And then when I was done with that, I had to wash the dogs. 
you know, it was my keep because that was my sister and brother-in-law. That wasn't my parents I was living with. Uh-huh. So I had to earn my keep. Mm-hmm. You're shooting skeet. But, yeah, you know, the clay <laughs> pigeons, they shoot out of the... Yeah, I know, uh, I know. I think you messed up with your name. But even though you hate it at the time, it gives you discipline for the future. And that's what they were instilling on me, even though I didn't know it. That's mm-hmm. what they were instilling upon me. You know, um, back to the schooling system, though, uh, um, down here, the uh, charter system has been real funny. And I think the most successful one is the one my son has been uh, lucky to attend towards the, uh, his middle school and now his high school years, which has actually accepted him and um, excelled him uh, with some one of the best ones. Because we have a lot of charter systems that have opened and closed, opened and closed, opened and closed, and opened and closed. And even during the opening uh, charm, they're not successful in uh, actually excelling some of the kids. And I, I just personally believe that every, you know, just some of these kids – they, they come into school with a negative attitude. I've seen kids get dropped off, and their parents see them acting behind and walk away. I'd be like, man, doggone, if my, if I walked out there, man, and, man, I got my ass whipped in the school. Look, my dad, my dad was so crazy that my brother and sister had did something, and he didn't go to principal office. He went through the school yelling their names. Like, literally, I'm loud. Man, my dad is loud. He's even louder. And his voice really, like, like it really, it really, how you want to say it? It really, uh, it really, it, you can it, hear it from one end it, to the other. Yeah, it, it, pro, it projected. Yeah, 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 it projects real well, yeah. And, I mean, my sister said, can't believe he's coming through the school yelling our name. And like they had to literally tell the teacher, that's my dad calling our name. And they came out the classroom. Because so they knew my dad was, whatever he needed was serious. And they came out the classroom. I can't remember what the problem was, but um, my dad, my dad was on the left. He didn't play when it was time. You know, he didn't care who the hell was going on, you know. But, um mm-hmm. School still didn't allow parents to come and do what the hell they wanted back then. I mean, he still had to deal with the consequences of him doing that because he, he pretty much uh, disturbed every class in the school almost. And there was a phone call made by several people. So next time he came to the city, they were going to rest his ass. These classes, nah, man, they, I think some of them do need, when they get to a certain, certain point in their lives, like high school, I think they do need uh, guns there. And that's even when it was public. They were out of control. Right you got to learn discipline. You got to learn discipline. Right and right the difference between me. right and wrong. Well, they used to have conflict resolution and, and mediators uh, in the school, and you had good guidance counselors, but now they just put them in You know what? The they did. It, you're right. They did. They did have when you something happened. You're right. They did. You're right. They did. You know something else they took out of school, though? A lot of research. Prayer. Yeah. They took, research. And when they took, when they took prayer out of school, I think that's when the school system went down. Because if you think, you think about so? it, we didn't have crazy 
gunmen coming into schools, shooting up the schools and stuff like that. I mean, but you can't force one religion in the school. So I, I, I kind of agree with the way they have it now. And I'm, I'm saying, but whatever you believed in, you still yeah. had a right you know, to a moment, you believe. Say, give a moment of style in the prayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can get that. Yeah. What's, what, what's crazy is here in Texas, they took the prayer out, but they made the uh, United States up under the list of a Yeah. But then, after that, we pledge allegiance to the Texas flag, and you turn. You don't put your hand on your heart. You put your hand like you, like you, like it's covered from water, and they do that. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? That sounds like a nice thing. I tell you what, Beckman. What you think about this? And I, I think, I think that trade. I think at the high school level. And it's just me. There should be some trades in class in in, uh, in schools. Should uh, be some what? Some trades like uh, masonry, vocational, carpentry, oh, trades, uh, vocational trades. Well, we had that. Well, I, we I, I, I remember in high school taking shop class. Well, we had home ec. We had wood shop. We had metal shop. We had yeah, we didn't that. have that. And then we, we then we had an electric. Once we got to high school, we had auto shop, we had metal right. shop, for photography. We have all that. So that's, that when you had, when, that's when you had completed all your, what do you call it? Um, all your, your general uh, education. Your, your general yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So no, in high school, hey, I, 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 had, I, I so in high school I, why in the fuck would I take uh, something that, I had photography, auto shop, wood shop. And uh, I think I needed. Hell, I took I, I took sewing. English. I took sewing. I made a fucking shirt. And graduated that with honors. And can't spell honors, man. What the fuck? Right. I, who you? My six. Who you? My six. My six period class in high school was cutting the baseball field on a tractor. So I had to learn all about the tractor. I thought, man, this is easy shit. But I had to make sure the tractor had the. The fuel in it, the, make sure the plugs were working, make sure the oil level was uh, where it should be. I, I, I nearest, uh, I thought was the nearest farm from when y'all were, when you grew up. But y'all had to go by tractors. I thought agriculture. he was the nearest they, farm. They, uh, if, he yeah. was, if he was out here, they had agriculture in right. school. Agriculture. Oh. I know the inner okay. city schools don't have those, but I was in the country going to high school. Right. So it's yeah, different. Yeah, that's why I was in the inner city school. Yeah, that's why I was at well, you. I, I, yeah, right. when you start saying you're messing with extractive, yeah. Okay, I'm just going to break. I mean, back and forth. Right. And so this was like a big fucking tractive. That's how come his parents own some of John Deere. That's how come he can just offer them the Use of and shit like that. He can get them motherfuckers away to y'all all day long. Shit, you know. You, you need a John Deere. Oh, John Deere. Oh, we put this together. Oh, See that boy. Yeah. Got They got him a. T- he has a truck set up, and his oh. brother-in-law. He he's hooked up with the metal shop, the metal the metal business, all that shit. You know, so. I don't have to worry about it. Have you ever, have you ever put together a, white a metal building? White, white man. Where you got where, white man. Where you ever got to you got to walk the beams and put the purlings out 
Holy shit. I would well, never walk one of you. I would never walk a bean. I could never yeah, do that. I did that. John, you have to take your I'm afraid look at John. I'm afraid of heights. I I'd never the be bolts in. But you and had your, to rely on your tool, the guy and your carrying... t- well nowadays they make you it has to be tied to you. Your your uh your your, yeah, your we wrench tied. or whatever. Everything has to be we tied, tied to where it can't fall. And if I fell, it went right onto the concrete yeah, yeah, slab. Oh, my oh yeah. How about the heart? You know, after, after you, you know, you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. You know what's unsaid about those, um, those safety? Once you get to a certain size, those things can't do nothing for you once you fall. It, 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 they're, it only, they're only made to hold something. That the harness will kill your ass if you three, if you my size. Yeah. And yeah, that little shock just, absorber, just, yeah. that little shock yeah, absorber ain't gonna stop no stop. No, it's gonna no, fucking no. whiplash <laughs> my neck. It's gonna whiplash well, my well, neck. It, it, it's gonna break my spleen and go up between my legs and my ass <laughs> with all that. Oh no, yeah, you that, don't want to. You know, you know. I'm with you on that. Believe in that shit. Nah, no, no, I don't believe that shit neither. We didn't have safety belts. We didn't have you know uh, harnesses. No, we didn't you, have right. Cause you can't look at well, that's how that's, that's why, why you, John, you know that's why John, you got a special. John, they didn't have fresh you know air. They didn't have. Oh my god! But John, you know what the unspoken? Um, you know when you talk about that, you know what the unspoken um, um story is? How many people died uh, building uh, those large bridges like they crossed the river and stuff? Oh, a lot of them. Like the like how many people lot of them. building in Nevada, in Nevada in and Lake Mead, a lot of men yeah. lost their lives. Yeah, a lot of. Yeah, up in Lake Mead or around those turbines really and shit like that. Fuck yeah, you a lot of men. And there's some look, and when you think about it, I'm gonna tell you something. There's a lot of strong winds that come across those rivers. That people, you know, people don't really realize how much engineering goes into a bridge because it really does sway. It's and what? it actually takes those. Yeah, while while it's actually all kidding. the cars going, yeah. there's vibration and movement yeah. um, on the bridges. So yeah. I'm not a. I, I, I worked, now, I worked on the on on a couple of bridges in California. I worked on the Carquinez Bridge when they were doing yeah. the retrofit, but retro retrofitting for the earthquakes. We had a big project there. Then I was on the San Francisco Bridge, and then there's a maintenance crew that goes out there and what do you call it? Uh, sandblast and paint. Twenty four yeah, hours a no, day, every day. Yeah, yeah, but well, we got that. Yeah, everybody, everybody goes with sandblast. Yeah, I'm not somebody sure told me if I lived back in the day to go build the Empire State Building, I'm saying, fuck you. I'm not going yeah, up yeah. there. I'm, I'm with you on that too, John. Project. John, I'm with you, John. <laughs> Look, we, no have, uh, we have one bridge. We had one bridge over here before they actually uh, expanded. It was called the uh, UP Long Bridge. Well, yeah. So, And it consisted of two main lanes on both sides with a, a rail track in the middle, right? And you can literally, when when the train crossed over and you were stuck in traffic, you would feel the bridge sway. And really, the two oh, lanes yeah. were so tight, that the two lanes were so so small, that two 18-wheelers could get jammed together, like literally locked in, if they try to pass one another. Oh, my God. Because the bridge wasn't wired enough. I'm just saying, I, that's, that's, I couldn't build a bridge. I, I, I just be stuck on one side. I'm sorry. You know, the only time that I could, it, 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 I was afraid is if I, if I didn't have that hangover, man. I, I mean, I'm perfectly honest with you. 
So that's it when you don't know better. Me. If, I, if, I, if, I, if, I, if I had drank all day after work and then got up the next day, I mean, not, not really. If I was still fucked up, it wouldn't affect me. Affect me. But when I was sober and I'm on that fucking bridge and it's swinging and shit like that and cars are coming by, all that shit, it was, man, I'd have to stop in the morning time and have to go get me a couple of beers, man. No shit. <laughs> and, then they, and then, you know, like the oil refiner, you see those stacks that go straight up? Them motherfuckers, mm-hmm. once you get up there, it, 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 it can go to swing, swaying too. When the wind blowing shit, fuck yeah, man. But I, if I, I don't have a problem. Like I said, I build, I build swing stages, go up and down, window for window, and, and ethos blowers and everything that goes up there, man. But I, I, I had to be fucking high. I can't just go up there fucking, you know, after a good meal and shit like that. I have to have me a couple of beers. Fuck it. Understand? <laughs> you gotta have. You gotta have. Listen. You almost gotta be on some Miyagi Do karate stuff crossing over bridges. I mean, with your balance, because oh man, that's no way. There's no way. Hey, it's it's, even, a, it's the, even a wonder we survived our, our our being kids, man. We didn't wear bicycle helmets and shit like that, like we no. do now. Oh, oh, wait, it's a it's it's a fucking wonder we even survived. God damn. That's why you know that there's a God. He takes care of kids and old folks and fools. Okay, now that's because, I mean, I see the little ones, man, early in the morning. I don't know what fucking parent would lay there in the bed. Okay, Johnny, let them out the fucking door, and it's fucking dark. I mean, car right. people are trying to get back and forth to work, and the kid ain't no taller than the fucking bumper on your car, man. And I'm like. Well, we used to do that. Man, come on, it's a different time, man. Motherfucker, grab you. Stop, see, 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 John? Let me, okay. See, this is, this is, this is what pisses me off. Yeah. Just listen at me. Just listen at me. Man, we got to stop talking about we used to do it. It's a different time. We can't no, say, well, kids are, the kids are just like we were. No, it's a different time. We're having this conversation because we're trying to figure out how to relate to them and how to keep up with the times. We don't want the times to go back. You know, it's like... Right. I lay here and I've asked preachers, I've asked everybody, man, damn, I wish I was still in junior high school. No, God don't want us to be that way. He wants us to experience things and go forward. I'm willing to change for the youth. I like rap. I, it doesn't make me any difference as long as you're getting along and you don't have to say bitch and booty and titty and hoe. You know, and if you if you want that, how about this? I listen to rap, but I don't fucking... Uh, uh, have my windows open in my house and the garage open and shit, it'd be a whole bunch of bitch motherfucker going on up in here. But I don't put that on into the airways where people are driving by or the kids that want, I want to respect right. me hear it. I don't yeah, want no motherfucker to hear police, me do all this cussing and racist motherfucking yeah. shit to come out of me. No, that's not cute. That's not, I want to live like my mom and dad. Go to church, hook up with the city councilmen's, uh, 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 be be up 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 upstanding, and we don't want black white grain. We 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 want to live comfortable. You don't want, you you want to have some kind of security, some uh, some kind of morals and ethics in your community. I'm not saying we 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 perfect. I know next door somebody in there calling his wife a bitch and motherfucker and getting drunk, but don't do it out here where I can hear you. Yeah, you know, I'm with you, have bro. some kind of standards yeah, on you. yourself, man. 
Yeah. You know, I yeah, ain't gonna exactly. ride down. I love fucking rap, but I ain't gonna roll down my window and let the come come blaring off into my neighborhood with that shit, or even at the grocery store and sitting in front of Walmart. Well, no, it's come on, man. Because I mean, I've come to many a stoplight where I'm hearing that stuff, and the other car next to me. Now, all the windows are down. Is that King King Well, you know, freedom of speech is freedom of speech. I don't but know who. You have to be uh, conscious of your surroundings, and kids are listening at this. Uh, you know, just be common to your, 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 you know, to the people that surround you. Well, what I do when I come upon that is I just roll up my windows. That's all. I don't say anything okay, to them. Okay. Yeah. You know what am I what am I going to do? Get into a road rage thing over music? No. Yeah, that's trouble. You know, it was it's amazing because there was a grandmother and it was open enrollment or something up at the school uh, for the kids and. I watched the lady get out of her car, and she was, you know, she just, just, you know, it was a grand, it was a grandmother, and she's smoking this cigarette, you know, and she walked all the way up to the school building and put that motherfucker out. On the way out, I told her, I say, uh, hey sis, what's up? And I told her, I put it to the side, I say, hey, you know, uh, they, uh, they don't allow no tobacco on the school grounds, and you know, just simply because the kids are watching and everything that we do, they, em, 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 you know, they, they oh, baby, baby I, I'm so sorry, I forgot, I forgot. So then I watch this guy, he drops his kids off, well, he walks them, and he's blowing this fucking pipe, you know, the vape pipe, mm-hmm. and it's, it's a cloud of smoke, and I put him to the side, you know, he looked like I put him to the side. He looked like me. You know, I mean, what's up, Goose? What's up, bro? What's happening, man? Hey, man, you know, uh, <clears throat> you can get in a lot of trouble, man. You know, I'm just pulling your coat on something. The kids are watching you, the police inside the school, and the uh, staff. You know, you got to tone it down when you when you hit, once you go across the, uh, uh, what you call it, the uh, crosswalk, when you get up on that school property, you can't, you can't do this in front of kids. Oh, man, I appreciate you telling me. And he never did it again. No, Even with right. the pants thing, I, I I say things about the pants and this that and the other, and you know, and they everybody agree with me. Even if they're younger than me, a lot of people don't know y'all, and you 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 don't want to say nothing because you've seen on TV the old man get pushed down in the bus stop or at the BART station. Well, fuck it, I ain't got no teeth anyway, nigga. I ask you, man, pull your pants up in front of these people. You got them down around your ass, homie. Yeah, and right. I say it. Hey, I. So now, now what I'm time, up Fred. against? Now what I'm up against? Wait a minute, John, uh, homeboy. This is what I'm up against now. So I have been going out of my way, and if I see seen that a kid needs some socks, I mean some shoes or whatever. So now they coming at me now. Um, well, you know you got to get the parent to sign a form that says, um, that you that you have permission to give that certain child. Now the the parent has the, the the right to tell me no. Okay, well, what about the other three in the household? It's some cold shit. So the yeah. school district told me that I can't help out anymore unless I'm gonna buy the household the motherfucking shoes. What the fuck is y'all problem? Okay, fine, well, dandy on that. Yeah, man, they coming at me all fucked up. Okay, so I have been doing this fundraiser, this drive for for gloves during Christmas. You know, Christmas coming up, so not. 600 600 600 uh gloves it, it's it's not a it's not a big thing 
but when you got other people helping, but now who's the organization giving it? Um, Fred, you got to sign this, you got to sign that, um, and you can't do if you do one one for the other. It's a whole bunch of bullshit, just like y'all was saying. You know, it, it, it's it's no, no, no. I bought some masks when Corona came out. The first person the kids see is me early in the morning. It's crosswalk, right? The bitch told me, motherfucker, you can't get these out. You cannot give them out. They have to come from the nurse. Well, the kid is standing here in the crosswalk looking at me like, I'm, I got to go back to the house or well, I, I forgot my mask. Why not? I ordered the motherfuckers from Amazon. Here's a mask going on in the school. Have a great day. What the fuck? Yeah, because I'm, it was you, coming you know, from you. They, yep, my hand's yeah. getting tired each and every fucking way. You can't do good anymore, Fred. Man, you hey, Fred, I did, Fred, when I was at the Palms, when I was a host at the Palms, I'm in my shirt and tie. I'm out in the parking lot. I'm having a cigarette. And these two guys start to walk into the Palms with, like you said, their pants down around their ankles. I said, excuse me, gentlemen. They looked at me like I was fucking weird. And they and I said, I said, you, you guys got to pull your pants up. You can't walk in here with your pants down. They said, who the hell are you to tell me what we, we can do and can't do? That's, I that's, said, well, I am. And I said, because even though you're going in to this no. building, this is a problem. John, I would have said, hey, youngsters, hey, check this out, man. No, they're going to sweat you. Listen, listen, listen at you. You're white. Are you white or black? Are you white or black? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said I'm sorry. They said, you can't tell us what to do. I said, well, I'm telling you what you should do because you're walking into a private building that happens right. to be open to the public. You're not walking right. into a public place. And if you go in there like that, and I'm a representative of this property, I'm going to let security know, and they're going to kick your ass out. Well, sure enough, those pants went right back up to their waist because they mm-hmm. thought they were just walking into a public place like it was a public library. But when I said you're walking into a private business that happens to be open to the public, I think they listened to that. I wasn't right. being mean or anything. Yeah. I no, was you're being right. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. I'm walking right. around in Walmart. I, I run across some brothers that are in there, in, in this, in this, in this, in this. I say, man, yeah. check this out. I know I ain't your brother. I know I ain't your brother. I know I ain't your daddy, man, but. Man, this is a military town, and you sh- you can't just walk around in here and say that, man. Everybody in here is the police, and you're gonna get checked. You know, I understand, man, but you you can't do that in public. You could do it in the car with your homies, and at the park, man. But you you up in here, man. These kids in here is wives, and a, you can't do that. You see, right on OG, right on OG. I never get nobody right. that you know flock off at me. You know, I, I get I get a lot of respect. I got a hey, OG, can I help you with this? OG, 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 OG. And that's sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. Uh, let me help you with this, sir, 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 sir. I, I just lucked up. Uh, but I luck up in Mississippi, too. I, I haven't had no problem. None. And I'm going to keep it that way. But I, good, I, I really think that we have to open up and say something or either help, you know, is the conscious of, you know, the compassion thing, man. You're right. Because the thing about it, you know, somebody told us that we were their future, and now we're telling the youngsters that they're our future, you know. Mm -hmm. But they got to live, and they got to take some guidance because a lot of times 
you you hey, pot, you points. know we are you, you know we are now potty. We're our parents. That's what we are. I'm not and, potty. Uh, and guess what? Potty. A, God, a lot of them tell me nobody never told them. Nobody nobody never told me. And guess what? Not everybody's to afraid to pull your pants nobody up and uh, uh, show up show Man. up at work on time. Don't come up here with no weed shirt on with Bob Marley on that motherfucker. Man, you are we supposed to give you the you, keys you to all the apartments wait, and wait, all wait. the buildings? Watch this, watch this. You can't Fred. do that, homie. You telling me when they got hired, you never. If anybody hires you, you tell they tell you be prompt, be on time. I mean, I've I've never not heard that. I even even when I help hire people, I've I've told that. So don't I never believe tell you not to be on time. That that's crazy, and I know they know yeah. people telling about pulling their pants up. That's not something they've never heard. Because people who listen, people who do it on a consistent basis have heard it. I've never believed that nobody's never ever told somebody not to pull their pants up. Or it's not right to have your pants hanging off your behind. The pants wasn't made to hang on your behind. When they tell you go fit clothes, well, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's called wait, listen, it's called a waistline. So when they pull, yeah, yeah. when they first pull up this print, listen, when they first try those pants on, they pull up to their waist and make sure they chum, and then they pull them down. Yeah, why, why are their why are their underpants up to their waist but not their pants? If they don't, yeah, if they, you know, right. it just never made right. sense to me. Right, right. So they know where it belongs. They choose not to do that. It's, it's a thing. And I've seen look, I've seen guys. And if you if you ever see somebody who walk with their pants down, you will see them. They pull them up to their waist and then they push them down. They do it on purpose. It's it's, it's like you fixing your clothes. It's a fixed thing. It's like they make sure. And some of them, the crazy thing is they don't have no waist, no hips or nothing. They'll try to hold the pants up. So if you're not a big guy, you're not hippie, you're just a slim guy, and they just falling off. So you just, they tie the belt, the belt is enough so they can't go past the thigh. So hey, do you ever think about if you ever, do you ever think about if you got a, it, it, I would win that fight. I would win that fight because I'm going to get you by them dreads, and I'm, I know your pants down around your ass. Yeah, man, I'm gonna win that right. fight. I'm gonna win that oh, no. fight, man. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm gonna win that fight. I'm gonna win and your I, little ass fight, bro. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I try to avoid and not not have no. I, I, I have, I have no. Um, you know, I can look at you and you don't even feel me looking at you, and I can tell that you, some people are just crazy looking for you. Looking, some people do it. For a situation, but look at here, right, partner. Go up to a guy I'm not going. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say shit to ass. you. But now, when you come fucking with me about two dollars, oh, you can you get? Uh, 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 uh. Hey man, check this out, partner. Pull your pants up and go down there to work, ready, man. You ain't even presentable. It's you talking to me, and then when he gets fired with me, I get fucking smart right back with his ass, and I think I can win that fight. <laughs> And I Anybody think, I, I saw at the crafts table with their pants down, I'd go up to them and I'd sing, pants on the ground, pants on the ground, looking like a fool <laughs> with your pants on the ground. Have a nice day. Yeah. Yeah, that dude on American Idol made that song, Pants on the Ground. Some people just like attention, man. But I'm going to put it straight they, up. Well, that's, if, that's all it is for is attention. Yeah, why would we want to look at any guy's fucking underwear? Nobody. People used to wear their clothes like that because back in slavery, 
The, the slave who is this? Give a, who the fuck is this? Who, who, who is this talking? It's six hours. Back in slavery. Man, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Please change that. Let's let's move on. That's, that's, that is not where that came from. And we're not going to, why are we going to entertain that? Come on now, y'all. Okay. Don't, don't, don't put that is, with that. No, no, oh, listen, there are rumors. No, listen, there are, there are, oh. there, listen to me. You know, I know where it came from. Look, I, I know where it came from, but he's also telling some facts. There are some facts out there that say that during slave time, they did do that. Masters did, did do that. And they were actually used to, uh, it would take the slaves and fucking run fucking stick up their asses and shit and they'll fuck them and everything. The people think so, that. And then he didn't uh, pull this, his pants up? So the no, slave no, said, no, okay, I might as well just walk around now that he fucked me on my ass and just keep my pants down? They wouldn't give them anything to turn against their master. They wouldn't give them a rope or a belt, motherfucker. Right. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Right. So during that time, the pants hung down. Because they were a threat if they had a rope or some kind of belt to check the damn slave master. Motherfucker. Okay, I'll be all that. You know, that's what the show's do, huh? <laughs> Shit, if I walked around mm-hmm. like that, my wife would put me in a mental hospital. Or at least I don't think your wife would be with you, uh, <laughs> Beckman. Look, I like that. I like that. Look, can you imagine? Listen, can you imagine saying, hey, let me introduce you to my husband? My husband, uh, 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 Beckman, <laughs> why is his pants off his ass? <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, shit. No way. And if I was wearing jockey underwear instead of boxers, it would be at the end of the world for me. Well, I just want to say you all have been wonderful was, today. I've enjoyed the topic. Who was that that just called me, who, who that, that me all the motherfuckers? Was that Lavis? It's, um, it's your brother who you um, offended. Um, that's a six eyes, um, oh. a.k.a. Trouble, <laughs> a.k.a. Live Wire, when he, you know, basically kind of, you know, he got to do what he got to do. Y'all kings, that's how y'all act together. But I will say um, that um, I have thoroughly enjoyed the topic. It's very essential, and bless you, kings, for having it. I'm well, going to get before I get cursed. Uh, it's too late. I didn't get there fast yeah. enough. Uh, <laughs> I didn't give you my approval. I showed my appreciation. There's a difference. Where's Ali? Um, Ali? I don't Cole. know. Yeah. Cole, do you ever wear your pants down below your ass? <laughs> First and foremost, no. <laughs> but I don't okay. wear pants. I, um, so, I mean, but when I did, no. Thank you okay. for asking. I, I you, don't wear, you don't wear your shorts below your ass, do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I... No. <laughs> hey, white man. Many things will be said. That's the sister you're talking to. You're going to respect the motherfucker. I do. White, I do white man. That. You don't oh, respect that. What do you mean, Fred? Why are you, you, why are you being racist, that? Fred? I thought you apologized Fred. for that. Hey, yeah, yeah. Don't hear me ask them Donna and all them motherfuckers no stupid shit like that. You don't you don't do that. You don't do that. I yet. asked my Hey, Donna, would you wear your pants down around your ass? No? Okay. Uh, I just asked her. She's I apologize. White. Okay. Thank you. I accept it. 
<laughs> because going growing up, re, that's what I read in, in history. That's what I read in history. I think really? it had to do with prisons. It had something to do with with, with prison garb, is what I heard. Well, I, I heard that too. I heard that too. But I heard in prison when they wear their pants down like that, they're stating that they're available. But when I grew up in the history books, you know, we went to slavery, and they said they never gave the, the slaves any kind of belt or rope because they could turn against and choke the slave master. And that's what I was trying to tell Fred. And he okay, just I talked to me. I'm sorry. I was, yeah. I was a stupid motherfucker. I mean, I'm, I am, because I don't listen. I, I'm working yeah, on but, I'm, but, I'm, I'm but let me ask you, if they didn't have a belt or a string, wouldn't their pants go all the way down to their ankles instead of just hanging off their ass? Oh, Lord. It, but, you know, so it, you know, so when we think about slaves, don't think about every slave had regular clothes all the time. Because some of them wore, like, potato sacks and stuff. They, they were stuff that was handcrafted out of... Uh, other things. You never allowed them to have uh, great things for things on. You know, so they, they were only allowed to have, I mean, they had to pick things on TV, you know, but they have these clothing things on, but I, I can't imagine that every sleeve had to find it to find You know, down yeah, south, right. um, during during storms and stuff, you know, they, they used to actually force slaves to use their bodies as uh, barriers between the water. Oh wow! I mean, there's a lot of things that they did slaves that are untold, you know. So, right. You know, when you you think about slaves back then, you know, we could never endure the things that they even. I mean, I couldn't even fathom even even halfly shadow enduring what they went through, you know, because I never grew up in that era. But and then when you look at it, some of us are not even that far from our, uh, you know, some of us. It's our grandparents or our great-great-grandparents, you know, depending on your age, you know. But uh, for, like, my grandmother, she was born in 1913. You know, a mom's mom, you know. My, my dad was born in 1898, you know. You know, so, and, and, and when you go further than that, you know, you just only, like, two steps, two generations away from slavery. Exactly. Is all the way. That's right. You know. Yo, my my dad, my dad was my my dad was part of the civil rights movement, you know. So really, not far from anything being all that magnificent, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, when people talk about slavery and things like that, we us that were born um, from the late I say late seventies to uh, wait a minute, 50s. you say seventies? No, let's. Do- Let's do I want you to put me in the conversation. Yes, oh, so 
Every day in the week, I had my a dad, goddamn job. My dad had white dress shoes. Mm. I was like, God damn, this is the style now? Shit. I had somebody with that little buckle on the side. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking they leisure got, suit. Man, that was some comfortable <laughs> shit. That was some comfortable, <laughs> clean shit right there, buddy. No, it was comfortable. I think I threw the shirt in the washing machine and ruined it. I didn't know I had to <laughs> had to what, dry clean it. <laughs> yep, that's right. I'm not uh, sweaty. Well, you, you know, when I was in elementary school, you know, afros were still popular, you know. And the puff. I didn't like them. I used to use my, my books, my books to smush my afro down. Did you wear the pick in your hair? I remember uh, in high school, the black guys with the pick in their hair. And the I black, did have uh, a pick. Oh, God, not the Afro sheen pick. I did, no, <laughs> I did have a pick, but no. With the pick, the pick oh, the black too. The red, the black, and the green. I had that pick, too. <laughs> <laughs> For the culture. What you had? The pick that folded down the red, the black, and green. It folded oh, down yeah, the yeah, red. Yeah, the, yeah, the one that folded on both sides. They closed wow. down. Yeah, wow. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did y'all have the cake cutter? Did y'all have the cake cutter? They saw froze. No, I actually the had the one, the one the with the seal in it. The, the one the with the rack with Yeah, at the rake. The rake, it had, it had 18. I, I counted them. It had it had eighteen little steel little fucking things in it, and it had a black handle. Hey, you it's not like you what you cut a pound cake with. One of those steel. Well, they call things. it a cake cutter. Yeah. I don't know, white man. Shit. How many y'all? Wait, wait, how many y'all had? How many y'all had a plug in pick? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And well, I, I had, had a plug and curl, curl, man. Uh, I had to I press had the curl. Back, I didn't have uh, a Jerry curl. Blowout too. Oh, Jerry curl. Plugged it up in the wall. Don't act like you, you uh, didn't have no Jerry curl. Who, Fred? I bet you Jerry curl. Man, I had. Yeah, you have to realize, I had, I had, I had six sisters. I had six sisters. So at uh, on Sunday, uh, Saturday night, my mom would press and curl their hair. So That's fuck right. it. I had press and curl too, partner. Nigga, I was whipped and dipped, and I didn't have no Jerry curl. I oh, you Jerry had curl. I had look, a Jerry White curl, name. nigga. They, they, look, call, they used to call me Jerry White. That's a pimp thing. Whip yeah. and dip. I'm from the Bay Area, man. That's come on, now. You don't done come out of a layover. No, 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 no. Pimp players and hustlers, dog. You know, Pretty Ricky, nigga, that's my first cousin on 105th Street. Oakland, I, I West Oakland, nigga, shit. San Pablo, MacArthur. I got Pimp Award back in 1984 when I threw this bitch through that window down there on MacArthur, nigga. They say, ooh, wee, look at Freddie go. <laughs> See, oh, that's the drama. See, me and Jay oh. had drama together, so half the time when he be doing that shit, I be like, this nigga... This nigga is Freddy, good. Freddy. It's that drama Freddy. shit. What? What? Man, I'm feeling Jerry good, man. Leave me with my feelings, that's man. Got, that's, what, that's why you ain't got no hair now, because you, you were slick Rick back then. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you're right. Oh, shit. Conquer lean. 
And when I think about it, I think we got our leisure suits at Kmart. Oh, they were shit. like twelve ninety nine. Oh my God, that was a big buy. <laughs> hey, Mitchy, 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 twenty twenty five. Mitchy, Mitchy, leisure suit from Kmart. Mitchy, yeah, that so was a big deal. What people saying? They had two pearls. Two pearls. They had this place, y'all. It was called Golden Touch. It was on Springs Road in Vallejo, California. It was called Richards, I think. Golden Touch. And that's all she specialized in. All she specialized in was fucking uh, 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 Stay Soft Fro and the perms. So I go in there and my hair just wouldn't take to the perm. So she'd leave that shit in there and leave that shit in there and around the edges that shit would go to burning and stinging. And the next day, I still wouldn't have no motherfucking perm, man. My mama said, fuck that shit. My mama said, fuck that shit. Come on in here, boy. Got broke out that damn uh, ironing comb, that straightening comb, and them them, 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 uh, them curling irons that she, it didn't have a spring in it. She Marcel. could just... Yeah, buddy. And then she gets some of that blue, that blue ultra blue, ultra ultra sheen. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I come out of there looking whipped. I wouldn't even comb the curls you, out. I go to school with the motherfucker still in there. Hard print. See, I was big. I've always been a big boy, so Mervyn's didn't carry yeah. my size. I would have Double to go one, uh, to the big and tall stores. Hey man, stop ordering uh, ordering double shots of fucking apple whiskey while I'm on the phone. Mm-hmm. You're making me think it's Friday too. Shit, motherfucker, all ordering uh, double shots of lemon whiskey and shit like that. Gold, you put gold some gold mm-hmm. on the fly. He thought we didn't hear. He thought yeah. we didn't hear. Water, water, watermelon gin. Watermelon gin. And, uh, give me some. Give me we a bag of ice too. Yeah. Give me a bag of ice. Give me a bag of ice. Yeah, give me some of them lemons too. Give me some of them goddamn uh 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 peak feet. Them peak feet. Yeah. And Charles is saying and put it on my tab. Put it on my tab. <laughs> no, brother, he 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 got a stack. He got actually, a stack of hundred dollar bills to try. The black man gonna have a stack of, he gonna have all his money in, in a rubber band today. Jeremy. It's Friday. I'm ordering snowball. Well, I hope it's snowball. You know, I I have to admit, where I grew up, where where my brother-in-law raised me, his sister, it was such a small town that we had a a deal with the grocery store. We had an account there, you know, so we could go in instead of paying cash or credit card, we could just sign for it, and then Mm -hmm. they would send the bill, and uh, man, that that was nice, because you never had to have cash on you to go to the grocery store. Yeah, that was back when you guys used to barter, too, huh? You guys used to barter? Oh, boy. You, know, you, you, you used to tell days. them what you're going to pay for. You used to tell them what you're going to pay for. You, well, uh, shit, it's say 50 uh, nickel on there. You go up there, you say, well, uh, Joe, uh, how about three cents for that one? You take your ass. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. And then my black ass walk up there. Well, it's seven. Oh, oh. Well, shit, you touched it. It's a, that's a dime. It's a dime. You can pay us when when the crop come in, nigga. I'm sorry. You can pay us I'm when the crop come happen. in. I'm sorry that happened, King Fred. I'm sorry. <laughs> and you have to stand over there out of the line while this motherfucker get his shit for three cents. 
Stand over there, boy. Get out of the way. Here come Miss Apple. How you doing, Miss Apple? How's the ranch coming along? Uh, Is everything going fine? Well, just do what you want, and uh, I, I will settle up sometime uh, in the winter. <laughs> Why are you laughing, man? You know, no, I'm just visual. I'm just visualizing it. That's all. It's true. <laughs> Stand over there. Get out of the way, uh, Freddie. Get your get your black ass out of the way, nigga boy. Uh, he come his ass up there. He say, "Ah, oh, shit! I'm gonna just put these pears in this half a sack of potatoes." He say, "Ah, oh, well, yeah, just go ahead and take them. Just go ahead and take them. Just go ahead and take them." And then he charged me for them. Cause your ass the one. What? They were looking at your hair. That's why they charge you ten cents instead of three cents. So. My hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, just because you were telling us a story about how your hair. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm having a good weekend, yeah. Batman. I just had my massage. I'm yeah. not yelling today. No, I'm not relaxed. at all. Yeah. I feel smooth. Wonderful. I'm gonna have a good weekend too. Tomorrow I'm going to the AAA Championship game uh, over here at the stadium. Awesome. So that'll be that'll be nice. No, we, no, we got football on this thing. weekend. Oh. Except the Packers got their asses kicked last night by Detroit. Hey, Detroit's for real this year. Did man. they? Oh my goodness! Uh, Detroit, you know, Detroit's a lot of pressure. the real deal. Yeah, but you know, there's a lot of pressure on that quarterback in Green Bay. There's a lot of pressure. But the on team that the team that's going to win it all this year is Miami. Now that team can't be stopped you right think now. So? Until somebody stops them, they're not. They're not, they're not undefeated. Yeah, they're undefeated. They're not undefeated. They are. I think they are. Mm-hmm. All I know is if you beat a team, NFL team, by fifty points, I don't know. I can't believe Denver's that bad, but maybe they are. Yeah, they are. Yes, they are. Sean Payton or Russell Wilson. Yeah. Hey, is your Derek Carr playing this weekend? Nah, he might Charles? Be. I don't know if he no, he's out for two weeks. Oh he is? He's out wow. for two weeks. Yeah, thanks, Lover. So who's not at all. who's your backup quarterback besides Tannehill? Or uh what's his name? Not Tannehill, but uh Tyson or I'm what's his a, name? Yeah, uh Wilson name. James Wilson. Oh. Yeah, James. James. Uh, Tyson Hill. That's what I'm thinking of. Tyson Hill. No, but his, his backup is James. Well, James is not hurt. Oh yeah, it? yeah, yeah. James Winston. That's who it is. You're right. Yeah, he was. That's who it is. He was alternative player. He, he was alternative uh, quarterback. He's not. They, they make him do special plays. He's a special play, play kind of guy. He's not a bad right. So You guys have Jameis Winston. Stop saying well, you guys. You're... I'm not a Saints lover. I'm not oh, a Saints okay. lover. I'm not you guys. Why you say that because that's your hometown? Yeah. <laughs> nope. He's affiliated with the 40 Winers. The 40 Winers? Hey, that could be the Super Bowl this year, the 49ers in Miami. That could be the Super Bowl. 49ers are tough. Well, I mean, I don't know. That'll be here in Vegas, baby. You're a hater. You're a hater of. You're a hater of. You're a hater of, Nicole. No, 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 no. 
I just, you know, I'm just saying. Why do you call them the Forty Winers then? Because you don't like. Because them. I remember, I remember when they used to, they used to fuss back in the day, um, and and be fussing about the plays and stuff when they used to get the flags thrown on them. They always used to seem like they wanted to kind of like reason um, with the referees and such, and not just. No, 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 no. I can pull up. So I can pull some stuff up. I, I got. I can. I can prove it to you. Was it post Joe Montana wine. days, though? Yes, the Joe post, Montana yeah. days. Yes. Oh. Let me tell you something. We were. Let me tell you something. Back in those what? days, Joe Montana days, we were pristine. There was nobody more pristine than us. You know what I mean? So, we, yeah, we were, y'all were so pristine we were, that y'all couldn't. Y'all we couldn't are, like listen, it was listen, beneath listen. you to get the flag thrown on you. Y'all felt that y'all. y'all it was. Excuse it me. Was. Excuse it me. Get that flag us. out of here. That's for other fools, not for us. So I called y'all the forty winers. Y'all wouldn't take y'all flag. What you're saying, Nicole? What you're saying is, Nicole, they're like they were like LeBron James, who always whines when he gets a foul called on him. Oh my oh, yes. goodness! <laughs> oh, that's how it is, Beckman. LeBron claims, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Even you to this day, I said, even to this day, I think the forty niners, forty niners at that time had been to the Super Bowl. Uh, the 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 the, uh, the most times in the NFL mm-hmm. of any team of any team all the way till today I believe the 49ers has been to the Super Bowl the most times. I mean, I think the Steelers have been the most time. I think the Steelers uh, well, have been the most time. Didn't they surpass the Steelers? The Iron Curtain. Let's see here. Let me look. I think Beckman's right. I think it is Steelers. Beckman, I think right. For the seven Steelers, Steelers in the seventies, in the eighties. Okay. No, somebody's been just recently. There was uh, after after ninety. They think somebody did six or seven times. It's it's up in there somewhere. I think it's the Steelers. Somebody else. Yeah, I think it's seven times they've been. I think 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 Niners Niners. and the Cowboys are probably tied. Right. Right. With five. With five, you're right, Beckman. So you're right, Beckman. And you have to re- you have to realize I was born oh, wait, and Beckman, in the Bay Area. You're a long time to say I've something. Had, That's unlike I, you. You you got CTE right now in oh, sports. God. Oh, I'm big. I like you heard me earlier in this conversation said I learned my math from being a football player because I put it oh, in football terms. You used to be the first one to respond. Listen, you used the first one to respond with the statistics when it came down to uh, sports. That's <laughs> why so I was like. No, 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 no. Beckman, jump in. I was on. I had a phone in my pocket. I couldn't say nothing. <laughs> no, I was. I'm a big sports thing. I know history and I know sports. Yeah, I think still the, the only are, person I think. And then the somebody else is still stuck on 27 championships. I think. You know, a lot of people they want to take a lot of greatness from teams who won those those rings because they wasn't most recent, like the Saints. The thing, oh, when the last time y'all won? I said, let me tell you something. A legacy is not uh, made off of one uh, win. It doesn't. Greatness is not performed behind one battle. You got win. You got win a couple before you start talking about how great you are. And I said, you yeah, got one scratch are, on the wall. These are all battles <laughs> before you win the war. Right. I said, listen. You're not going to no. tell me you're great and you've only got one scratch on the wall. You're not going to tell me you're a old tiger out here and scratching with one claw. They, they don't work. 
You can't be the battle or you can't be the beat of the beast unless you got these five. I say five at the bottom, really, to me. So I think it's somebody who got six and then somebody who got seven. Is it still seven, John? Is it seven? They got they got seven, huh? I think uh, Pittsburgh's got seven. Yeah, I, seven, right. Now, uh, are we asking yep. are we asking about national uh, chapter? National chapter. Yep. Because yep. I got many, six Super many? Bowls. Okay. I got to ask the question. Yeah, right the right answer. Answer. How many yeah, times? Somebody with seven, that's why I was there. Okay. Pittsburgh's either got six or seven. Because I yeah, see six of them. But they probably have been to the Super Bowl more it's than that. It's six there. Okay. <laughs> there you talk about my San Francisco 49ers. 49. Put the gold rush on you. You don't be playing around with us. You know what I'm saying? You know, you get smashed up talking mess and get killed in the bathroom at the 49ers Oakland game back in the day. You find your well, coffee yeah. somewhere laying up real cold. You don't go to 49ers Oakland, Oakland game talking mess. You go, and uh-huh. you go in Oakland talking shit. You always go to the bathroom. You go, you go, you 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 gonna get your head. You gonna come out of that swole up. I call it the black, the black cave. Hey, you got you know who yeah. was a stud for the Forty ers was Steve Young. Steve Young uh-huh. was a stud yeah. for that team because he wasn't oh, yeah, afraid Montana? of taking a hit. No, Steve Young. He, he, he followed Montana. He came after Montana. He was Montana's demise. He was Montana's demise. Right. Now you know. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something. I was mad they didn't keep your boy. Who was the back quarterback when my fan was there? What his name was? They sent Steve him Young. to um, Steve Young. No, before that. Yeah. Not before that. There was a guy before that. I don't know then. Before I don't know then. Yeah, there's a guy before that because they sent him away before they, they, they got Steve Young. Then they got Steve Young. There was somebody else. Yeah, they, you're oh. right because they got Steve Young from the USFL. So that's right. where he started. I forgot, I forgot the what his kid's name was. I, I can go back and look. But they sent him to. Uh, when did Montana go after he was the 49ers? After the 49ers, he was in Kansas City? Where he went to? Kansas went to City. Else. Yeah. Right. It, so they sent him to Kansas City before Montana was in Kansas City. That's crazy. Can't remember what his name was, but he was there before Montana went there. This is him I'm that trying first. to think who it was. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, he went there first, and then it just so happened Montana was there. That was crazy. I said, now, what's the chance of both of them with the Kansas City? And Steve Young got his, I mean, uh, Joe Montana got his ass beat up with Kansas City. God yeah, damn. he did. Did he? Now, you know, I'm going to tell you something. I think the worst person ever had it, and this is just me, I think Brett Ford got his ass with his last game with the face. They punched his ass so bad. To me, and I'm going to say this, and this is my opinion again, I think Brett Ford was the last OG the Iron Gate football quarterback situation. Quarterback who took all the hardest hits and still played the game with no problem. I think he's yep, the last the dinosaur. I think he's the last yep. dinosaur. I think he's the last dinosaur. I don't think nobody else after him endured hits in the massive ways that he got tore up. Because he got his ass whipped. Yep, when Brett came in the game, they say Brett Favre was throwing the ball so hard he would knock their fingers loose. That's how hard yeah. he was football. It's crazy. Running, running a lot. Running a lot. 
Uh, hey, Greg, one year I played I play golf with Ronnie Lott down in San Luis Obispo. It was like a charity event. And uh, he, was show, he was showing us all. He hit, remember, he had his finger chopped off playing football. Oh, really? Yeah, one of his fingers is missing from getting hitting somebody so hard and getting hit so hard. The craziest wow. thing I ever saw. Which thing was it? Huh? You remember? Remember what thing it was? Uh, did, did, remember which what? What? Finger it was. What finger? Which finger? It was one of, like which his uh, one of his one of his ring fingers, I think. Wow. I forget what hand wow. it was on. But that Don't finger was not there. <laughs> serious. That's definitely I think he got his finger cut off and he kept playing the game. That's wow. how tough he was. Ronnie Lott was no joke. No, he wasn't. He was one of the hard hitters. Oh, my God. They don't make them hard like that no more. No. It's all pussyfied. Like Jay says now, it's all entertainment. It's entertainment. Not hard hitting. God damn the, the the way back in the art growing up in the sixties and seventies when we had Dick Buckus and Ray Nitschke and Jack Lambert, these motherfuckers wanted to kill you. No teeth. They didn't care if they were bleeding. They weren't coming out of the game. There was no such thing as turf toe. What the hell is this turf toe? <laughs> I think Lavis has turf toe. He does? What the hell is turf toe? Fucking turf toe. Yeah. Oh, I can't play yeah, this weekend. I have a hangnail. Okay, yeah, he's on the injured reserve list because he has a hangnail. <laughs> I don't know. I guess you hurt your toe on the AstroTurf. I don't know. What is turf toe? <laughs> Turf toe. The injury happens when the toe is forcibly bent up into the hyperextension, such as when pushing off into a sprint and having the toe get stuck flat. Turf toe. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Made in a way, Ray Nitsky was dancing. missing a game because Ray Nitsky was never missing a game because he had turf toe. It just never happened. It just it just doesn't sound severe enough, does it? Turf toe. No. No, it sounds like a hangnail. John, 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 I'm gonna tell you right now. You wasn't a uh, a sports doctor. <laughs> what the wrong with you? Fucking, I think I got turf toe, doctor. Oh, me? If I had if I had turf toe, I would just put I'm another just turf toe. Just put another pair of socks on and they're healed up. Right. Put some Dr. Scholl's in there and get back in and get your head in the game. Right. Get your ass in the game. Put another pair of fucking socks on. God damn it. Yeah. Look, fucking turf toe. Hey, coach, coach, I can't go back in. I have turf toe. I got Jesus turf toe. Hey, John. <laughs> I, I, I got to just say, look, you don't have to go to Wyatt. It's in here. I got a tampon just for a tampon for you. Just when you come back, you're crying. You feel better now? <laughs> oh, my God. 
I don't care what fucking diamond you got, turf toe. Get your ass in there. I'm not paying you a million dollars a year to sit on the bench with turf toes. Yeah. Can you imagine Dennis Green or, or no? Well, maybe not so much Dennis Green, but Mike Dickens, how he responded to one of his players having turf toe. I, I, oh I just can't God. imagine. <laughs> he did not have his niceties on to play. Mike Dickens was he was a bear. Ah, he used to throw players back into the game by their jersey. <laughs> God damn. Nicole, remember they used to play without face masks. Nobody got taken yes. out of the game because they got hit in the face. Now right. you're going to say, hey, Coach, Coach, I have turf toe. I can't play. <laughs> oh, my God. Wimpy, wimpy, yeah, he didn't care nothing about no, no tender kneecaps. Mike Dickel, boy. He put yeah. his, I said, my God. They're doing good. God damn, Vince Lombardi uh, Ray Nitschke. Ray Nitschke has got a bone sticking out of his skin. I don't care, Nitschke. Get your ass back in there, and he'd go back in. So. Yeah. He was a linebacker, Nitschke, right? Oh, yeah. He was like Dick Buckus. He and Dick Buckus were the linebackers. Yeah, and and, uh, and Lambert from the uh, Steelers, Jack Lambert. Yeah. You know what you could say? If Lawrence Taylor and Riley Lott made it, you can make it too. There you go. <laughs> I don't even think Lawrence Taylor ever came out of the game. LP. <laughs> yeah. Lawrence Taylor was a mean motherfucker. <laughs> What'd you say? I don't, think, I don't think he ever lost his earring either. <laughs> Lawrence Taylor, man, he was the man back in the day. Yeah, he was. Yeah, LP. Lord, so many people can't drive, I swear. Like, literally. Inky Woods. He played with Cincinnati Bengals. He was the running back. Yeah. That's where we got the Icky yeah. Shuffle from. Remember the Icky Shuffle? Yes. The first dancer in the NFL was Billy White Shoes Johnson. Dancing in the end zone. Remember Billy White Shoes Johnson? <laughs> I don't remember him. Um, he no. was Houston Oilers wide receiver. Oh, the yeah, Houston Oilers. Yeah, Google I'm doing him. it right now. Dance. He'll be dancing in the end zone after a touchdown, like his knees going in and out, in and out, in and out. Billy White Shoes Johnson. Oh, yeah. I, uh, but <laughs> I've forgotten. Billy White Shoes Johnson. Um, born William um, Arthur Johnson. Um, you boy, they took him away. Oh, born January twenty seventh, nineteen fifty two. Better known as Billy White Shoes Johnson. He is an American former professional football player who was a wide receiver and a return specialist in the National Football League from nineteen seventy four through nineteen eighty eight. He was the one that kind of started the the end zone dancing and shit. Yes. Didn't he yeah. throw his hands up they, some, uh, Why did they really? But you know what, John? What was the reason why they really stopped all of the taunting in the end zone? Was Dion? Was Dion the one who, who, who stopped him because of? 